0: For a few weeks in a row, we've talked about the effect that Infinity War, and Endgame, and Thanos' snap had on the films and storylines from 2017 to 2019. Now, it's finally over. What we need is the perfect send-off for this saga, an epilogue to the story of Tony Stark. And we got it. It encapsulated the dreariness heroes and civilians felt when their savior, Iron Man, had left them. Can Spider-Man step up? Is he the hero we've been waiting for? And for viewers, it firmly set Tom Holland and Spider-Man as the face of the franchise going forward. Cap had the show Falcon Winter Soldier. Vision had WandaVision. Black Widow had her self-titled movie. Iron Man got the biggest send-off in a very fitting way, a billion-dollar movie headlined by his replacement. While the importance of this installment can't go understated, Let's not forget the most important thing. This movie was really, really good. Welcome back to the Wrong Opinion MCU Rewatch. Got Ricky Z wearing a Venom shirt. What up? Far from home. What is up? I also have Wolverine socks and underwear,
1: but that's not really doesn't really apply.
0: <laughs> there you go uh we're talking about far from home the first movie right after endgame so huge shoes to follow um really the main purpose of it was like like a come down like a like a almost like an epilogue of a of a series for the entire infinity saga and i think it worked really well at that what do you like about this movie
1: a lot of things i liked about this movie i do want to circle back real quick did you say huge shoes to follow (laughs) He's used to uh, fill huge. Maybe maybe huge maybe I'm to follow. Wrong. Yeah, he like I like squished two phrases together. I was, that's interesting. I like it. We'll keep it. That's good. Yeah. Um. I liked a lot of stuff about it. I mean, I liked. Uh, I think Tom Holland's really good Spider-Man. I think he's really good Peter Parker, which is kind of for me like, I think he's like the first total package mm-hmm. where. I think through no fault of Andrew Garfield's he was a really good Spider-Man and his Peter Parker wasn't my favorite but no. I don't I really don't think that's his fault at all I think that's the production the movie people that made it um because yeah, he I think you're gonna
0: he, do no oh keep going sorry I,
1: I just think he's very capable of being just the perfect Spider-Man and Peter Parker but but in the movies I felt like his Peter Parker was not his strong suit mm-hmm. his Spider-Man was his strength and then Tobey Maguire I felt like his Peter Parker was strong because he was, you know, had no confidence. He did that really well. And then Tom Holland kind of does the best of like nervous, weird, nerdy guy and also super funny Spider-Man. So I I think probably for all the Spider-Man movies, my the thing I enjoy a lot is is seeing how he plays
0: it. Yeah, I think it's the idea. I didn't Stan Lee say this was like the ideal version, like his ideal. Um, version Um,
1: I think Parker? he did, yeah. I think I remember seeing something like that where he said something about like that's how it's supposed to be like he's yeah. a kid and he's he and just now. I mean, really by this movie, he's just barely a grown person, like a grown adult, yeah. Because I mean, wasn't
0: He's 16? He like, 17? This like yeah, I mean, the, the, actor, the, the actor, he's uh, he's born in 96, so he's probably... Oh, yeah, while filming yeah and when like when they
1: started i mean he was
0: like 17
1: or 19 or something like that like he was a legit teen which is the first one we've had because like i didn't realize as you know when the first spider-man movies came out i was just like man toby Maguire kind of got jacked you know and then i i got older and i was like he's like a strong like you know 185 190 which is like 20 or 30 pounds bigger than peter parker probably should be
2: yeah
1: uh because i think and i'm gonna mess this up but i'm pretty sure obviously he changes throughout the years but there's a i think it was in the 90s there was a point where they actually listed his height and weight and he was like five nine or five ten and like or or shorter even he might have been shorter and he was like 160 pounds or something like that like he was just a very average sized person and Toby I Maguire, which I would never yes. expect Toby Maguire to be that guy, but he was like almost too buff, which is yeah. kind of weird.
0: Cause he's not even like he, he got pretty buff in the movie, but he's just a, a stockier character. And then Andrew Garfield is this long, like. Yeah, I love Garfield's build. Like, I loved it the way he was built. It is a he's perfect like build. Smaller. Like, yeah.
1: But Tom uh, Holland's like right in the middle where he's short. I mean, he's like average height, but he's like a smaller guy and he's shredded, but on a small frame.
0: Yeah, so I just looked it up. Uh, Spider Man, his height—he's five ten. He's, 5'10", he's 167. Holland, uh, one sixty seven. Tom Holland, one point seven three meters. Let's do some. Uh... Yeah, he's like five. He's like five nine. Yeah, it's like five seven. A little oh, guy. he's man. He's
1: even shorter than I thought he was. Yeah, um, and he probably he probably weighs in the one seventy area. I would bet.
0: Yeah. That I, I when I was going to start this, I was going to ask you about your favorite Spider Man and rank them, and then you brought it up by yourself. So that, oh, out well. hey, look
1: at that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've always I been probably so, could
0: rank them for real, but I was always so anti um, Garfield because I thought I didn't like those movies, so I thought they ruined it. And yeah. so, it, like, maybe hate anything he was in, like, I just irrationally hated the actor. And then in No Way Home, I like, I loved him, and it's like, yeah, okay. oh my gosh, so it was a, yeah, the writers sucked in that movie, it's not his fault.
1: No way home was so good.
0: Yes. He uh
1: and it like and it made everything better for everybody in it. But yeah, I mean I guess I think probably if I were to rank my Spider-Mans, uh I feel like Tom Holland has kind of taken the number one for me. Um if I'm including people, like,
0: you know, people try to be like diplomatic and they're always like, Well, Toby McGuire is the best Peter Parker, and Angel Garfield is the best Spider Man tom holland is best at both and it's like well not really tom holland is just the best at both
1: of them yeah so, and, and I, like I feel like on both he
0: ranks the highest
1: i kind of started early with because i was biased in favor of the toby Maguire movies um yeah. where i felt like andrew garfield was probably better but his movies weren't and uh because yeah. like i i'll have to go back and re-watch those movies but i just don't i just don't think they're very good um, i
0: haven't seen the second one since it came out and i saw the first the, one, the like two one years they, ago like,
1: like the first one was fine but i felt like the second one i i don't i don't have good memories of that movie except for and somehow people take this the wrong way but like gwen's death sequence was like the best part of the movie
0: that not because like, she died that was like, like an all-time comic book best scene yeah it was the way they terrible, did it terrible movie
1: and i I feel like a lot of people were like you it, it was terrible. It was so corny. And I was like, I thought it was really cool yeah. how they did it. But the movie just, I was like, oh my gosh, are we Spider-Man 3-ing this, like, already? That just happened and we're already doing it again? How many villains do you want to stuff in a movie and not do a good job with any of them? And then No yeah, Way I'm Home really basically fixed everything, so.
0: Yeah, which is funny because I had the most villains and they still managed to juggle it right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, get, it's getting to the point, like, I don't know, some rankings you want to
1: include, like, animated Spider-Man. And I, like, <laughs> yeah, I my... really you know the uh, pretty much all the animated spider-mans and oddly enough i feel like uh drake bell does a really good job in the animated spider-man stuff and then yeah what's his face from the brady bunch from the the og 1990s oh yeah spider-man he was really good but that peter parker was like 6'1 and visibly 220 like he was a tank yeah i like, could like see peter parker like yeah, everybody in that show, that's how the guys were built, except Harry. Like, everybody was just, like, these broad-shouldered dudes. And I'm like, man, every nerd here plays for the football team. Like, they're just big dudes.
0: All right, what are you picking first? First award to give out?
1: Let's do the Tycho YTT Funniest Moment Award.
0: I have uh, so many of these. I think I listed, like, eight. And then I yeah. stuck more in another section. There's just so many funny moments I couldn't pick between.
1: Dude, that, that was kind of, like, a problem for me because – I feel like it was just funny throughout like the whole thing was funny.
2: Yeah.
1: And it didn't it wasn't like it wasn't a movie where you're you just have one really funny thing. You had funny the whole time so it was kind of hard. So I just stripped it down to like three I I narrowed it down to. I thought that in memoriam scene is really funny.
0: I did too. I thought um, I was going to be taking a swing on that, but I thought that was so funny.
1: I I laughed I remember laughing out loud in the theater. Um, Cuz it's
0: like making fun of us for being sad about these yeah. fictional characters being dead, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. I feel
1: like, ha ha, he's dead is kind of like a hilarious, I don't know, that just makes me laugh. Especially because <laughs> like people were legit crying in the movie theater when Iron Man died. Um, like they were around me crying and I'm. it's sad. I get it. He's got a kid. It's all sad. So then to go from that theater experience to this where where Marvel is like, he's dead. Ha ha ha. That just made me laugh. Plus, like the two, uh, Betty and then what's his face, something, e- Ionello or whatever his name was, Jer- Jeremy or Johnny or something. I don't remember what his name was. I feel like his last name was Ionello. I can't, I don't know why I can't remember that. Those two were funny and, uh, and like the stupid, cause then they play a Whitney Houston song for the, for the yeah, video.
0: Yeah, uh, I will yeah. always love you.
1: Yeah. Sorry. A Dolly Parton song done by Whitney Houston, whatever, yeah, how you want to call it. By Whitney Houston. Um, and it was like, that just, I don't know. That was really funny. Um, I also really... The, I, the
0: blurry vision too, because they had like the nice pictures of all the normal oh guys yeah. and then vision, which is like this crappy, grainy footage. That's yeah, funny. bad picture. <laughs> I uh,
1: I I laughed out loud when I watched it in theaters. I'm sure of it. And then also when I rewatched it for this and even when I replayed the Funny Moments YouTube video, I laughed when May hits him in the face with that banana. That's just like, I don't know why. I've always enjoyed funny, like slapstick type comedy, and just watching him get hit in the face is really funny.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, at the end, when he takes MJ swinging, like the way that she reacts to it, I thought was really, really funny.
0: That is, I didn't even think about that, but that is kind of funny because in every other Spider Man, like Spider Man swinging around with MJ, that's like, you know, classic. You need that.
1: It's just um, like a thing. And then, yeah. yeah, they don't
0: really get into like how really probably
1: terrifying. terrifying that would be. <laughs> yeah, Because you're not in control, but you're flying around crazy fast. I'll bet you they probably have stats online about how fast he probably, you know, how he swings or whatever. But I mean, he's swinging through traffic and catching up to vehicles. So he's cooking. And like, even playing, did you play Spider-Man PS4?
0: Uh Is that the like based off the spider-man uh one movie or the spider-man 2000 where you fight like the
1: no playstation 4
0: oh i'm thinking playstation 1 no the, the new oh, one no i haven't played that yeah
1: okay so that well if you haven't played that then it's hard to, so the swinging in that is so it's intense like it's so awesome and really fun to where like you don't even play the game you just go
0: swing around for like a half hour because it's super fun
1: yeah i borrowed somebody's playstation just so i could play that game
0: yeah, and, I've always uh, been Team Xbox since a kid, and I don't have anything right now. But I'm buying a PlayStation this week just so yeah. I can buy the, the new game that's coming out. that's fine. I'm pretty
1: far behind on, like, I just, you know, I play Switch if I play anything now. But I just don't ever play, yeah. but I, I borrowed it so I could play that game. And the web swinging was so intense. Like, you get, you're used to it, and it's not real. So, but doing that, I'm like, holy crap, man. I'm like jumping off of a skyscraper. I'm like plunging headfirst into traffic and swooping back up if a regular person did that and was just hanging on to a dude's neck, that would be so horrifying. And I feel like you would just puke and or die. And she, I don't know. I feel like the way that, um, that Zendaya plays it, like that her acting is really funny. Like she does that. Like she just did it really well. It made me laugh. Yeah. I kind of forget like that. She's funny. Cause she's, she's like dry humor in the show or in the movie. So it's humorous. And I, I didn't watch her Disney Channel stuff, yeah, no. but I I thought she was really funny for that little bit. Yeah, I, I, have, I don't know. I I've guess the, I the banana face made me laugh the hardest, just because it's just what it is.
0: All right, I'm gonna throw out some and give my my number one. <laughs> I, I can help. I'm really strong and I'm sticky. That That's good, even yeah, that, was, time. A that was a good one. <laughs> uh, Brad saying, "Who is that?" Or somebody said, "Who is that guy?" Brad says, "I don't know, but he's kicking that water's ass."
1: That was funny. <laughs> Brad's stupid.
0: I loved Brad in this movie. I'm going to bring him up later too.
1: He's got nice hair, but he's a he's an idiot.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury, bitch, please. You've been to space.
1: That was good. He was. That was stupid. I I thought him tranking Ned was hilarious. Like just, <laughs> no, that's just good too. the fact that that happened and he was like, I don't care about this at all. Like it doesn't bother me. I'm just tranking people because it's what I do. Like that yeah. was that made me laugh a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> spidey's line it's a little tight around the old web shooter that was a good one <laughs> uh jb smoove i loved him in this movie. i love
1: him yeah he's I've, got so a,
0: I, I've got a i've got a trivia. i'm just gonna drop it right now because i don't know if he's gonna come up later uh but jb smoove he was gonna be like a small piece of this movie but he was in, in an audi commercial with tom holland and the writers of this movie loved that chemistry so much that they just beefed up his uh his huh. in the screenplay that never. Funny. That. that's funny uh, but when he's talking to Brad, he says, "I won't be a cool teacher right now. No phones in the bathroom. That's weird. Urinals or stalls." <laughs> he's, he did. I love than him. He, every time he's in anything, um, I just love it. He's so funny. Yeah. Uh, number one though, it's name. Betty. Betty says, "I would totally kiss you right now, but I threw up my mouth a little, and that. <laughs> uh I have a mint. I thought that was perfect.
1: That's yeah. That was their whole weird relationship was like humorous because that's such a perfect. high school thing too yeah they're like they're so into like high school kids will be like oh my gosh it's the most serious relationship ever and it's been going on for eight minutes and then like a, a week later they break up and they're like you guys don't get it we're so we're so matured over this and we've grown so much and and you guys don't get it because you haven't had this relationship and i'm like i hate you all you're dumb you're
0: stupid. yeah and that like oh we're boyfriend girlfriend after uh um
1: they remind me of like
0: trips up to camp on the on the bus and then you'd have yeah. a camp girlfriend and you so had that crazy. but then you married her and had five kids with her so yeah yeah, yeah um, that's
1: true. it is so crazy though because that's happened where it's like every every time there's an extended trip on a bus people are like oh my gosh who are you guys gonna sit by and it's like who cares <laughs> we're not even gonna remember these people in eight to ten years this movie was so
0: like I love the other, the, at least the Sam Raimi ones, but this was perfect at nailing high schoolers like uh, uh, Toby McGuire and Kirsten Dunst. That's not a high school kid relationship. That's so like deep and loving. That's not what it's like. This yeah. it, it was so good here. Uh, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the Eternals award or could this have been a limited series? Cause I think it totally could have been not sh- necessarily should have been, but like it totally fits the mold of what would be like it fit in yeah. line with, with, WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier and, and Hawkeye. It just dealt with like the fallout of the blip and then setting up the next phase. And nothing that really happens in this movie is that important other than Spider Man like officially taking up the mantle of the next Tony Stark or whatever. And then the post credit scene, but that's very important. But I said this about, about Homecoming too, and there's just no way that a, a story starring Spider Man is ever going to be relegated to a, a limited series. So that's just no chance
1: which I feel like is a shame because really Spider-Man in general is great for limited series. Like if you're trying to cover the character, he's a great or an ongoing, like he's a great character to have an ongoing series for.
0: Yeah. I would love like a, a, like a supplementary piece, but as far as like, you know, like this type of story wouldn't be stuck in a limited series in the way that a few others have been.
1: Yeah. I felt I kind of I think it, what I write I wrote, I guess but not really. I mean, it was like, yeah, each basically each elemental could be its own episode. I mean uh, there's there's probably three to six episodes of TV if you wanted to,,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it could be done just fine, but I was just like,, that's eh, fine, I'm good with it.
0: yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah this is a, I, there's some that are like this, I would have rather watched this at home. Yeah, Yeah. cooking pizza, and this one's like it could have been because it it fits how they worked, but I'm glad it wasn't, and it made a billion dollars. I think they're happy about it too. Yeah,
1: it worked out for them for sure. After all that, after all that bickering between Sony and Disney,
0: Sony and Sony Marvel.
1: I'm up. Hmm. Huh. Let's go with the Captain Marvel award for the character who didn't, inexplicably, didn't save the world. I don't, not that I have a great one for this, but because I didn't go with Silver Surfer this time. I, I was figured, gonna
2: say, you're gonna say uh, Silver Silver
1: Surfer. <laughs> it's Silver Surfer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, fake out. It's him the whole time. Uh, I went with Captain Britain and like half the X Men, I mm-hmm. guess, because like there's so many X Men from Europe. Yeah. And I, I couldn't really think of like great ones because it's not like, since it wasn't a legitimate intergalactic type threat of course there's not you're not going to have the silver server the guardians or thor or captain marvel showing up yeah um it, it just wasn't that big on earth they all thought that but but realistically everybody was like oh no it's not really that um so for me they're over that way they're in europe uh captain britain's a big deal uh, so why not him uh and then seriously like half of the x-men are from europe i mean they're they're all over the place in Europe, all the time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they a lot of them work out of New York, but they move back and forth. There's and there's teams. There's so many teams of X Men. I don't know. I feel like they could have just randomly run into an X Men character, but obviously, with all the rights and stupid garbage, there's just level.
0: like right around them getting the rights too. So it could have been a nice. Yeah, it was like? Obviously, there was a lot of weird here, like
1: the the back and forth between sony and marvel um and i guess disney by extension um like all of that and also not having the rights to fox stuff mm-hmm. it's like gosh i wonder how many movie execs were like man it'd be cool to have some x-men in this and they're like listen man we're already <laughs> finally have spider-man in his own movies so i don't know if we're gonna that I was mean, like a, a thing for a minute that was so irritating because they were actually talking about it like not not the not they as in the movie companies but like the comic related reporting groups there were people yeah. that were saying like well they might have to figure out how to make a sequel without spider-man i'm like nope that's not even a thing what are you talking about and they're like now nah, they can't agree on it. well yeah like there was a so point, point where it
0: got it, it got like legitimately like scary but like, yeah there's just no way that they weren't going to figure out how to create like it's a billion dollar product that they're both like it's it's like a symbiotic relationship between the two. They're not going to just let it not be a sequel in the MCU. Um, it's,
1: so, it's so weird to me that it was ever a question. And all I remember when it was going on, I was like, who is this Sony exec who's just like, no, we're going to do it our way. And you just don't. Who's that person? And I, I don't know if that's what happened, but that's certainly how the, everything was making it sound. Like Sony's holding out because it's their character. And I'm like, but they obviously can't make better movies. Like, why would yeah, you? It, this isn't even at, a question.
0: Just look at like the Spider Verse outside of like the live action, I should say, outside of uh, the MCU, like Morbius. Like, and like, I, I like Venom, but like, it's not like, it's not awesome. And they're, they're just going to go more into more uh, super villain stories. It's just lame. But they're killing an it like, the animated world.
1: You know when, like, uh what's his face for the Celtics that was John at Jimmy Butler in the playoffs? Um, Graham Williams? Yeah, and it was like, no. So, like, <laughs> Jimmy Butler is like Disney Marvel. Yeah. And it's like Sony's there just being like, no, I, I'm better. And you're like, but everybody knows you're not. You're not even in the conversation. Most people don't know who you are. It's just you like, Oh, time- you make, you make playstations, right? No, we make Spider-Man movies. Oh, but do you <laughs> and like, I just, I remember just being so floored that that was even happening. Cause I feel like if I'm Sony, I'm just like, yeah, man, we'll get our money from it. You do
0: whatever you want to do. Uh,
1: just make sure we get paid, please. And thank you.
0: Yeah. Honestly, that's, I, I don't understand the argument there. side. So. did you see, uh, just Grant Williams conversation the time he, uh, he okay, they were down one point. He got fouled. He had two free throws, there's zero seconds left on the clock. And he's John and Donovan Mitchell. Like, I'm gonna make them both, I'm gonna make them both. And then he missed both. Lost the game. <laughs> he missed both.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Sports Center or somebody put that on Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, by Captain Marvel Award, I think this could have been like the most egregious winner of the award because like Fury's there and he's like setting them up you know like, like yeah he, he brought in Spider-Man so it's like why would he bring Doctor Strange like if Doctor Strange yeah, was like, involved, yeah he would have figured out like immediately like this isn't real so let's you know that's a good point I think that's a good one but like this is also the only movie where they totally like explain it like for the for the first time they explain why other heroes aren't there and it's just because it's like I don't, it's a, a little bit lazy not really lazy mm. but it, like it's Talos he doesn't know anybody you know But yeah, if you think deeper into it, it, it's like, why would Fury not give Talos his contacts if he's pretending to be Fury? You know, it
1: does make sense. Like it it is like one of those where during the movie you're like, dude, call the guy, call him. Why don't you call him? And then at the end you're like,
0: Oh, that's why you're just
1: you're just a goofy scroll. You're funny looking.
0: Yeah. What okay? This is a good time to bring this up. Did you see that coming at all? Um, I don't remember when I was in theater if I thought
1: I feel like kind of since there's a couple things that have got me sort of always guessing um, when, once the talk of Mephisto came up, right. Like a handful of years ago, I started thinking like, okay, everything that's happening is, is going to be how they introduced Mephisto. Cause that yeah. rumor was kicking around. Um, and then the other one is scrolls because once they're introduced, it's like they could be anywhere. Um, so there's that. But I don't. I don't remember if in the theater I was like, "Oh yeah, I saw that coming." I don't think I was. I think I I I make
0: tons of like wild accusations, and I like hit like three percent, and I'm accurate enough where I'm like, "Yeah, I made that because I (laughs) guess Like I totally guess this one because um, there was a point when Fury, when they're talking about uh, uh, Mysterio, he says he's from Earth, but not your Earth. He doesn't say our Earth. He says your Earth, and then Uh when. um, uh when that's uh, a good ca- I wonder if they did that on purpose. I they had to have. And then uh Peter says, Uh, where's Captain Marvel? he says, Don't invoke her name. That's a weird way to say that. So I, I think
1: he was that's true. I thought that line was I did think that line was weird.
0: And um, it's because he's a uh, scroll, you know. That, that yeah. that's the one that kicked me off. And then I told my friend sitting next to me, I think that he's a scroll, and he's like, Dude, you saw the movie already. And I hate when people do that. When I guess him, I'm right and they, they accuse me of uh <laughs>
1: I'd be like, it came out five hours
0: ago. How did I see? <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of my uh my my only correct guesses. I did think long.
1: even when when I was rewatching it, I was like, that's a weird line. Why don't I remember that line? That's weird.
0: Yeah.
1: But that makes sense.
0: Yeah. We got more uh scroll talk in the She Hulk Award, so we'll uh bring that up later. But I don't want to do that more now. I'll do the
1: like playing to my water bottle super loud, sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was rambling anyway. Um I'm going to do the first Avenger award the best one-off character because there's one super obvious one. Um I'm going to mention here he's not the winner, but Brad, I feel like people didn't like Brad because you're not supposed to. But I just love that character. He's so funny and so like goofy and dorky and he's just always like in the way. I really really liked him.
1: You're biased because it's your dad's name. You're like, him. "Oh, I like I like people named
0: Brad." I'm <laughs> like, well, I've always been uh, anti-Brad's. Um,
1: no Brad's.
0: No Brad's. But <laughs> I hate this Brad. He's the worst.
1: But <laughs> it is like, it's a fun character to have. Like, he's yeah. he's funny and dumb. I yeah, it's not like him. I'm like rude dumb, for
0: him or anything. He's just, he's funny. In yeah, his I world. definitely want him to lose, but he's he's such a weenie. Yeah, it's mostly the humor coming off him was the funniest part, especially when he like freaks out and it's like, where's Peter? I took a picture of him in the bathroom and then the jb yeah I just this in, to... this so
1: <laughs> in case you guys didn't believe me that he's a creep i wanted to let you know i got evidence from the time i was photographing him in the bathroom <laughs> like okay so he is creepy or okay brad
0: yeah. um but it's obviously mysterio first Avenger award he's one of nah. the best villains i, I, like... I
1: wrote down brad
0: yeah no i I wrote down
1: i I put mysterio (laughs) yeah
0: i don't think anybody going to the movie at least anybody who knows anything actually thought he was going to be a good guy because you know lying it's kind of his uh his thing but it was just really well done and the switch was believable again not in a way that like tricked you but it just it was good and uh, smoothly where it wasn't like oh you got us it was just like oh man yeah i wanted him to be a good guy kind of especially just in the in the spot where they did it where he's so nice to peter he turns down the glasses and then just slowly it fades away like what's going on what's going on and then uh what was the line he said it was perfect just see that wasn't so hard that, i don't remember what it, just, it was like, something really like that hard. yeah something like that um but Hall was just so good at that like crazed manic role but then yeah, he's he also did. really good at that like like i've never really seen him in a role like the the his, his fake version of Mysterio, like that strong superhero, good guy. And he was really believable as that. And then also really good at the uh, crazed version, which he always does. Yeah, he was, He was.
1: I thought he was really good. I actually had heard a couple of people say they didn't like him. They didn't like Mysterio. I think
0: they're all There's dumb. a lot of like hate on this movie, which I like, I've never met anybody way that dislikes this movie, but like just I on mean, Twitter, you'll see people <laughs> calling this like one of the exactly, worst Exactly, never
1: met him. It's, like, it's yeah. like when you see all those surveys about like, whether it's about politics or about like preference stuff or family feud or whatever. And you're like, where are all these surveys occurring? Like these things are not happening. Nobody is actually sharing these opinions. 10 out of 10 dentists recommend. And then you talk to your dentist. They're like "Uh, me and my 500 dentist friends have never been asked this question. (laughs) That's what I think about when I like all the stuff like Twitter. Yeah. I actually really enjoy Twitter, but it is a bit of a cesspool. And there's a lot of people who are just like, Hey, I just got on here just to be a tool and say mean things. Some people are trolling and being funny about it. Yeah. And then there's the people who can't take a joke who freak out on them. And it's just this never ending cycle of crap. And then you have like Screen Rant, who I hate, where it's like, like, I feel like companies like Screen Rant that do like deliberately inflammatory conversation about the comic book movies just to start those kind of conversations. Yeah. Other than that, I have not met anybody who's like, yep, I hate all those new Spider-Man movies. They suck. Um, yeah, I met people who didn't want to watch them because they're like, I don't want to accept that we are on our third Spider-Man or whatever, but the, all the people I know who saw them were like, yeah, these are good movies. I really enjoy them. And it's not even the same people that I'm talking to about other movies. It's different people. Um, because it's like, it was a good movie. It was fine. And yeah, the same is- with Mysterio It's just like, people are hating on it for no reason. I thought his costume was sweet. It was I thought perfect. the way they like the way they did his illusions was super cool where they're doing uh-huh. it with like, you know, a super advanced drone projection instead of like, you remember the animated series with the cubes and like, he would throw the, the little illusion cubes out. And then mm-hmm. uh, in the comics, he's done a bunch of different things kind of like that. They made it to where he was like super awesome. I, I really liked him. And again, his, his suit was one of the more comic book kind of authentic looking like not straight out of the pages, but really darn close. You know, a lot of them, they take the stuff from the comic and like dull it down. I felt like his colors were pretty bright still. And it was, and Jake Gyllenhaal did good. He played a really good, like big brother role. And then like you said, when he snapped into crazy, it was like, oh, oh, he's nuts. Okay, good. Um, And the thing
0: is too, like he he still liked Peter. And I thought that was like, if if he like just didn't care about killing him, that would have made it lamer but there yeah. was like the line he said, uh, for what it's worth, I really am sorry before he tried to kill him or whatever. yeah. I and mean, He, he was, like, like, like he didn't hesitate. People. He didn't hesitate, but he also didn't necessarily want to kill him. And just that like fine line I think was, yeah. Like he seemed to be genuinely
1: irritated with his staff for like
0: finding him to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. He was
1: like, now I have to kill him. Great. Thank you. Um, like I, I thought he was really good. And,
0: um, Oh crap, I forgot. Now you said something and I lost it. Ah, moving on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you were talking about co- uh, costumes, though. I think this is my favorite MCU costume because, like, it's there's really... sometimes you just can't take it directly from the comics. Like, it just doesn't look good. Like, I think a comic accurate vulture will look stupid. Um, so that, <laughs> that that change was really good. But this was like comic accurate and movie good, cinematically mm-hmm. pretty. So that was, that was cool. Uh, you're up. Let's did did you see that. Luke Cage? Did you watch Luke Cage? I started to. I struggle with the uh, long series because I don't have patience.
1: Did you see the episode? I think it was season two,
0: I where they know. he like they did like flashbacks,
1: and he like broke out of this thing and he had his old school costume on, where it's like the yellow deep V silk shirt yeah. with did the he head. Have the uh, no, he had a headband. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think his hair might have been grown out a little, but I don't think so. And he like saw himself in the in a car window was like, oh like I like when they do that stuff. Yeah. Or like a one division where they have her dress up like that for Halloween. Oh, that was good too. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff I really enjoy. But yeah, there's anyway. Um
0: hey, another do- one actually is the end of uh, No Way Home where he finally gets like a, Oh yeah. that, that was yeah, that, that was, was great. That was good. Because we're um, used to the you know, techie version. Yeah, uh, I, I, like, I
1: like that. Um before i go i do want to mention that i actually am am in the group that wasn't sure if he if mysterio really would be a bad guy um really because i don't remember which earth uh but there's another version of mysterio where he actually is a hero mm-hmm. uh, gosh dang it i can't remember the. i should have wrote it down but i really wasn't i wasn't expecting to even talk about it um I, and i remember going to the movie being like you know what maybe they will maybe they're just going to be like we don't care we're going to make good movies and you're going to watch them and we don't care.
0: <laughs> I was I was fooled by the uh the Captain Marvel one. I thought the Kree were going to actually be the good guys. Um so like I, yeah. See it happening too. Not that one for me.
1: Um okay, so I'm up.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, sneaking this conversation in here. I would have been so upset if they let me rephrase this in the trailer they just casually say, so there's a multiverse. And I thought that's how they were introducing the multiverse. I would have been so mad. So just, <laughs> like, it was a fake out. Happen. And then they did introduce it two movies later. I was, yeah,
1: I was kind of amped up. Cause I was like, Oh, and they like referenced with the, with earth numbers and stuff. And I was like, Oh, it's, this is happening. Yeah. Oh. And then that's where like when the movie started, I'm like, Oh, he really is going to be the good version of Mysterio. This is crazy. And then when they, when he took the glasses, And it, like you said, the illusion came down. I was like,
0: whoa. Okay. So that got you.
1: It was kind of like, like almost like, yeah, you know, that there's a good possibility he's going to be the bad guy.
0: Like it's Mm -hmm. pretty,
1: pretty good chance. But the way that he got that stuff from Peter, and like, I just didn't think that scene right there was when it was like, oh, here we go. He's the bad guy. Like it was, it was like way sooner than I expected, I think. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so. Uh, let's do, oh gosh, I already did that one, didn't I? Um, well, I'll do the She-Hulk questions that don't need to be asked. Um, I only have one. It's really stupid. I just, it bothers me that Happy landed that jet in that tulip field. I I don't know why he had to do that. And I want to know why, why he chose that location, why he couldn't meet Peter anywhere else.
0: Because he hates flowers, I guess.
1: It's just such a weird thing because like, that's a legitimate, like, like economic source. Yeah. Uh, And it's like a huge field and you're basically just like landing on money and someone else's. And it's like, it's just bright colors. So we're just going to fall on it. I'm like, you couldn't find like a grass patch somewhere. Like, I don't know. I think that's (laughs) weird. I don't know why he chose to do that. And yeah, maybe he's just got some deep seated rage with tulips like he's i don't know i just i I don't know i don't want to know what that's about i want to know more about happy's hatred of uh of tulips um and why he why he chose to be that way and and maybe he just hates the netherlands i don't know because that's like their thing you know tulips Uh, Mm -hmm. i just thought that was i don't know i thought that was weird
0: that was weird i didn't even think about that that scene though was really good and it's it's hilarious too like the um when he's like can I have your phone yeah just immediately I, I, I was, I was, yeah like why would
1: you say yeah. that I like, yeah, yeah I actually here. did okay. I do I like the whole scene to. after that like with him uh I like you know because that's that in that same scene is when he like builds his suit right and uh, yeah that's like the
0: kind of following scene right there
1: yeah yeah I, I like and then seeing happy like see Tony kind of is what he's he's like seeing Tony going to work but it's Peter doing his thing. And I, it's annoying cuz I'm like, okay, Peter Parker's whole inspiration as a human isn't Tony, um, but in the MCU it is. And I just have to accept that, but it does provide some really good moments. Uh but I still don't get why, you know, why Happy hates tulips. I don't know this problem.
0: I have no answer. I do have trivia though that uh that field was actually a grass field in the UK. And they had to, uh, like, digitally render, like, a, a 2 million tulips.
1: What? That's like
0: crazy. They couldn't find an actual tulip field.
1: What? And why were they looking for one? <laughs>
0: they, just, they really needed to destroy tulip Like, pools. I just
1: don't get it. It's like, I don't know, maybe... It was pretty. Maybe, that's maybe the only wrong. reason.
0: They didn't care enough to, like, they, they didn't think anybody would care enough to say why it's landing in a tulip field. And it looked pretty and cool, and that's ultimately the only reason. It did look cool. Reason.
1: That's true. I just, I don't get why you would... It doesn't make sense because what I'm about to say is basically the same thing. It's still a plant, and then it's money. But my phone just like vibrated, and it sounded like really... a
0: huge part. That
1: was it. sounded like a part, <laughs> didn't it? I was like, I was like, why does my phone sound like a butt? That's so weird. It's I think just because of it sitting on the table. I got a new phone case, which is nice. Spider Man themed. Uh, but no, I I feel like in movies people land in cornfields, like aliens fall in the cornfields, all spaceships are landing in cornfields, people drive into cornfields. I don't think twice about it because I live in Indiana and it's all cornfields. Yeah. But that is a massive source of income. So I really should feel the same about that as I do about the tulips. I just don't get why, especially if you had to do all that rendering, like to do millions of flowers, why you wouldn't just be like, Hey guys, let's find a random high school that has an open football field and just pretend we're in Europe. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Or if you're filming in the UK, just find a field and say it's whatever country you wanted to be in because there's, they go all over Europe. Why wouldn't you just, I don't know, pick anything?
0: My shield award. How long has Talos been impersonating Nick Fury? So I, I think he's been on and off as Fury since Avengers, um, since like he knew that there was stuff in space, so he went up to space to kind of I don't know, scope it out. Because, so in Captain Marvel, Fury says that he can't eat co- He can't eat toast that's cut diagonally. And then in Age of Ultron, he cuts toast diagonally. So Wait, I think which, that, that which, was Talos.
1: Which movie did he say he can't eat toast diagonally?
0: That was actual Nick Fury in Captain Marvel in the 1990s. And then in oh. Age of Ultron, he cuts toast diagonally. So I'm saying that that was Talos. Whoa,
1: that's cool. Yeah. It's so dumb that I think that's cool. But although like, it's <laughs> like a little thing where I'm like, They probably
0: didn't do that on purpose, but it's cool. There was another one, actually. I mentioned two things, two reasons that I thought um, that that I anticipated the the scroll switch. There's one that I didn't catch, but I I saw later. Uh, When Maria Hill first talks to to Fury in this movie, in Far From Home, she calls him Nick. And in Captain Marvel, he said that nobody calls him Nick. It's just Fury. So maybe something oh wow. but we're gonna find out in six days from the time of this filming okay. when uh secret invasion drops oh yeah that's already like right about to happen yeah i uh i started i because i don't want to start a series without finishing the previous series and i'm finally catching up on ms marvel like a year later like i don't love it it's enjoyable but i just want to finish it first and then i still have to binge nine episodes of she hulk and then i can watch Secret Invasion.
1: I, I thought She-Hulk was solid. I
0: that's another. I've heard one. it was good too. It's just at this before. point, it's like a thing I have to do, which is it yeah, makes me not want to do it. You
1: know, that's how I felt. I was like, man, I don't want to watch this. But I got into it because I'm I'm like maybe if I go back and read the old She-Hulk, I'll be more into it, and it it worked, tricked me into. Um, but I was like, it got to where I'm like, oh, man, I gotta watch this. And then I started seeing all the internet hate, and I was like, now I want to watch this because there's no way that it's that bad yeah and then i saw that trailer where she was like twerking and i was like never mind this is gonna be stupid (laughs) and turns out it was very enjoyable and and pretty darn consistent with comic book uh well like at least the john byrne one uh from the it's like in the 80s going into the 90s
0: that's like the the twerking scene like yeah it was weird maybe it's not like or i don't know i'm not the right audience for that but it's sort of, it's not like she did it in comics to work in comics that, that's kind of in character i can see you doing yeah that. and she it i mean and
1: she was always kind of like like loose um with her body not that's not the right way to say that um like she you never know. had a lot of clothing on yeah and she didn't really care like she was just free and cool about it like she wasn't weird and shy she was just like yep Sometimes my clothes get ripped off because I grow into a giant monster, and uh, people think I'm hot happens. and I'm green, and it is what it is. Um, so, like, I guess if you translate that into now, um, the millennial to Gen Z uh, audience is like, "Oh, twerking's hilarious! I don't watch enough TikTok videos. I need it in my freaking shows now." Um, <laughs> gosh i hate that anyway but but in the show it actually it actually wound up making me laugh It just the cgi wasn't very good yeah that's uh, the only
0: that was the only uh uh complaint that i saw that wasn't like oh it's a woman yeah it um, was it was legit they, like it, it seemed legitimately like bad.
1: truthfully i just and, and when you think about it oh it's a tv show it's blowing stuff out of the water that like i watched as a kid yeah but it's compared to what we've had when you compare it to like falcon and winter soldier it's like this isn't good like the cgi was straight bad but it, it but she it looked wasn't good much
0: cgi in any of the shows like wandavision yeah but it's easier to render something moving in the air compared to like yeah well like cool that body you know and falcon this, and winter soldier is you know. just like explosions and
1: quick yeah. stuff and you weren't staring at a face
0: yeah uh, it, it's just a very different it it didn't
1: really Distracted me a few times, but not enough for me to care. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I haven't watched Ms. Marvel. I haven't watched. I, I, I like
0: it. Like, I, I think it's, it's for a younger audience, but it's kind of cool too. Cause it explores like Pakistan a little bit and it's just kind of cool. Cause like in the MCU, we get us out of our the, right? like the space and all these different worlds. And then you go yeah. into a, it, it's historical and it, it, I like it. That's kind of. And
1: my my dad said it was good. Uh, I haven't gotten to check it out. I haven't watched Moon
0: Knight. I didn't watch uh, You don't watch world Moon Knight?
1: Before. No. I think you've told uh, me that
0: before and every single time I've been just a shot.
1: I, I haven't There's a I think there's you one other Moon Knight. Um oh, I didn't watch world by Night either and then ah,
0: that was that's was pretty good.
1: I gosh, I can't remember. There was another I think there's another show I haven't seen.
0: Was it Hawkeye,
1: Loki? No, what I sub- I didn't finish What If actually. I think there's two episodes I haven't watched. Which is crazy because that was one I was really psyched about because I loved what if stuff. I think those I, did, fun. I
0: just again, I don't love like animated stuff. I don't know. I don't
1: yeah, know. I I love what if like the comics in general. I think those are cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, well, and one of them turned into a character because they had a what if Jane Foster was Thor way, way back. There you go. And then uh, many, many years later, she became Thor.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So anyway, I am up. you're up.
0: I'm going to do the Ragnarok award for a character cinematic peak. Oh crap. Um, I, ch- I checked that one off. I forgot
1: that I didn't do that one yet.
0: Well, I don't really think there's a great answer here. Cause I said this in homecoming, but it's like, it's a trilogy featuring kids. So they're naturally going to progress and get better. Like it's coming. It, the trilogy is like a coming of age between the three. So like the three main characters all peak in no way home. Right. <laughs> and then like theory, uh, I don't think he peaks.
1: I don't know what, what movie is Fury's best because he's in like 30 of them. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i actually, I can't, I don't know what I would pick for a speak. peak. Probably Captain Marvel just because that's the only one he's like a star in. Yeah, where he's like big time, yeah. Um. So I gave it to Mr. Harrington, Martin Starr. He was just so <laughs> funny. And I didn't include any of his funny parts in the uh, Tech of YTT award just because there's well, too many. So I, uh, I said it was funny. Mm. Yeah, I jammed a bunch right here. There's the one where he's talking about his wife uh, faking being blipped, and he's like, "We had a fake funeral, <laughs> we had a fake funeral, Family. and everything." You can see the Family. video. And then uh, my favorite though was uh, when he, okay, there's two more. He's got the camera like set up on a ledge. You keep thinking it's gonna fall because it kind of tilts, and then he grabs it and he's got it like firmly in his hand, and then he just drops it. That Stupid. was so funny to me because you kept <laughs> expecting it to fall because he's a goofy guy, and then yeah. he had it firmly and it just drops. Uh, but the best at before the final fight when they're attacked in London, uh he screams at JB Smoove, I'm doing my I'm doing my best, Julius. That was so funny. That was because <laughs> he's always like... so like calm and dorky and
1: just a little weird, yeah. but then he just like screams wide-eyed. That I love bad. him. The way him and JB Smoove interact is so yeah. funny. And uh was he, he had... the I not,
0: not Mr. Harrington, was JB Smoove in the first one?
1: I don't remember. Well, cause Hannibal Burris was in there.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's probably, he, the... he was really funny,
1: but he was in no way or was, yeah, he was in the first one and the third one. Right. Cause he, I think he was in no way home too. See, wasn't I know Jamie
0: Smoove was in the new one, but maybe I'm thinking it was, I'm thinking of Hannibal. Hannibal.
1: They might've all been in it. Now I'm confused. So, and I, like you said, there's like 30 movies and I, they all run together. And since there's crossover between films, I get mixed up on some things, but I know what's his face. Hannibal Burris did the bit like the Thanos was right thing. Um,
0: Okay. See, I thought that was JB Smooth. Maybe they're both in the. Okay. I think Hannibal's in the first one. Because I didn't Hannibal Burris like
1: wasn't, I can't remember the teacher's name that he plays, but didn't he call Peter like a murderer and say like mean stuff to him, but like in a really funny way?
0: Okay. Yeah. So they're both in No Way
1: Home. Gosh, that movie's so good and it just gets better every time I think. Because he, I think Hannibal. I haven't seen that
0: since, uh, since it came out.
1: The Way yes. Hannibal Burris delivers it was the same with his stand up, like just the way he speaks, he the way he delivers lines where he's like very chill, yeah, It's really funny. Uh, and I don't know, I've always thought JB Smooth was hilarious. Um, and then what's the other actor's name with Mr. Hankton's name? I can't Martin remember, that. Starr.
0: he's in uh, Freaks yeah. and Geeks,
1: yeah. And have you seen, have you ever watched Community? I think I've asked, oh, yeah. before. um yeah he's so he is in an episode or two he's one of their teachers and they do a a model un model un like where they do it it's a model un off or something i can't remember what they yeah, called it yeah it. i know don't but know. he's a teacher that's like we're gonna do a model un battle royale or something ridiculous it just his whole character is so funny
0: yeah that was Dude. the uh christ's alert
1: episode yeah that was really funny yeah. uh um, so and he, then. Back to the I mean,
0: Ragnarok award, I said maybe happy too, kind of. Yeah, he had some good stuff. Yeah, because he's still hilarious, like the scene where he's saying, he, he's trying to get Peter to call Fury, and Peter's like, why can't you? And he's like, because I'm scared. Yeah, he's that was good. <laughs> I,
1: I like, I've always thought John Favreau was good, just yeah. always and everything. Um, Four Christmases is super funny. Uh, wow, he's so good. That. He's such, like, I love when he shows up in things, even Friends, like, I, he's, He's good in that, and he's not even, like, ridiculous funny, but, like, in that show. But, like, I just think he's good, and, it, like, his little part as the Doctor and Elf, like, just little roles that he does are so funny for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, he's obviously got great taste, because he's put out some really good movies. Um
0: Yeah, underrated, awesome director.
1: Yeah, and he had a good, had a good time with, I think, having to kind of fill the void of Tony being gone made him stand out a little more. So, yeah, maybe... He might be a good candidate for that little
0: yeah. red. Rag- I'd have to see No Way Home again, but it might be that too. But his, his little uh, inspiration speech to to Peter in this one might put him over the top. So it might be,
1: might be. Yeah, because
0: that and that's where well we'll get into that in a
1: minute. On I guess. Uh, but yeah, my cinematic peak was Mysterio because that's why I no, accidentally came off because I forgot we already had a yeah Mysterio award given out. But yeah, he because uh, it's the only movie he's in, so that makes it pretty easy um and he was really board. good so yeah yeah and no, he already got the first avenger um i don't see i i don't think there's a rule that says i can't give them both <laughs> but okay. I, actually though after thinking about it happy happy would be i think happy might be up there
0: yeah like i, I, and I think it was like, a, like a last thought like maybe him and i'm talking myself into it i think this is it yeah
1: you're kind of getting me there i think and and because no way home hasn't happened yet at this stage yeah, well. I don't remember what he did in No Way Home because there was a lot to happen but I feel like this probably more heavy for him anyway but either way he hasn't uh, the other movies haven't happened yet so up to this point this probably is his best movie.
0: Well with Peak I'm, I'm thinking anything that's been released so far because like we were doing Peaks in Iron Man you know.
1: Oh yeah I guess that's true because what's well, yeah. the cinematic <laughs> movie right now all of the characters yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's do Hawkeye award. Cause kind of have loose answers for this.
0: I think this is a, a slam dunk one.
1: And I, that's why I'm thinking, I'm like, I, so what I did, I did this a little different than when I normally do these. Normally I watch the movie and take notes simultaneously. Uh, this time I watched the movie, then went back and filled in the blanks, but I waited like a week. I was going to do it right away. And then I waited like a week and I was like, ah, I'm having a hard time remembering some specifics. Um, I felt like Happy his little speech was really good. And also it's weird and I didn't really know how to articulate it into uh writing, but I feel like a lot of the scenes with Mysterio talking to Spider-Man, well when it was Quentin and Peter, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I thought a lot of those conversations were kind of inspirational but more more for Peter than the audience, I guess, but like it was I don't know. He had a lot of like small, like I said, kind of before, kind of big brother role things um, where he's like things I don't really relate to necessarily like telling Peter not to apologize for being the smartest person in the room. Um,
0: See, I, I put that as a honorable mention. And I thought that was kind of underrated because it is like, it, it is like, it's good advice, you know, it's mildly inspiring. And it,
1: yeah. And it, it's tough. So for me, like from a, like a management mentorship standpoint like I never train people to act like that like it's to me if you go in the room assuming you're the smartest person you're never you you automatically close yourself off from learning anything
0: well that, but, that, there's like a, a like a context there because there yes. he knew something he was excited that he knew something people looked at him weird that's yeah, the kind that, of thing you shouldn't thing. apologize
1: for so like w- my, my general workplace context I wouldn't say something like that. However, in Peter's situation, because he's so lacking in confidence, even though he has like this brilliant mind and these great superpowers and, uh, and like for a nerd, like he's a pretty good looking fellow. He's got a really nice head of hair and he lacks all the confidence. Like he just doesn't have it. So to have Mm -hmm. somebody basically tell him like, it's okay for you to be that way. Like he's, he's not like you don't earn that level of intelligence he works really hard to maintain it and to increase it but he's naturally born super smart that's just how he is and it's not really fair for him to have to apologize for that or because people are uncomfortable because and i think it's like that big brother role thing works really nicely for peter to be able to really kind of realize it's okay for him to be him but Mm -hmm. Uh, and they had a few moments like that, but uh, Happy's speech probably wins.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I wrote it down because uh, I really like it. So, you know, Peter just got hit by the train. Happy tells him to relax when he's stitching him up. He's like, no, I can't relax, which that was really good act by Tom Holland. He yeah. There. And then they both just say they miss Tony. He says, I can't live up to him. And Happy says, you're not Iron Man. You're never going to be Iron Man. Nobody can live up to Tony, not even Tony. He's my best friend and he was a mess. He second guessed, he was all over the place. The one thing he didn't second guess was picking you. And then a little bit later, dot dot dot. Your friend's are in trouble. What are you gonna do about it?
1: I'm gonna kick his
0: ass. That was really, really good.
1: I think, and and for me, the like the simplistic thing from happy with what are you gonna do about it? Like that to me is I mean, that's kind of more how I break down problems anyway. So it's I, more I think that is the
0: best advice you or not advice, best inspiration you can give somebody like. This is going on. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's I think about,
1: about uh, there's a scene. You watch The Office, right? Yeah. You remember uh, when when they started the Michael Scott paper company? Yeah. And like Am was like freaking out. And then out of nowhere, because it happens randomly throughout the show where Michael just turns into a good manager out of nowhere. Uh, and he was like, we quit our jobs. That's the facts. And then he just like very clearly and concisely was like, this is what has to happen now. The end. And that's kind of how. That's kind of how I deal with problems anyway. Um, I'm more like metrics-based and uh, checklist-type people. Um, and so in a work center or even at home in my personal life is like, here's a problem. Well, it's all getting crazy and it seems overwhelming. Well, let's just look at what it is. It's this and it's that. And now what do I have to do? And yeah, so I, I liked that part of the speech because different from the Quentin speeches where I don't relate to being the smartest person in the room. Um, yeah. I do relate to how happy he's breaking down the problem and it kind of, it works for my brain anyway. And it is for a teenager who has, especially somebody like Peter who probably has so much going on in his head anyway, because he's, he's so much smarter than everyone else
2: mm-hmm.
1: that he and his senses are like overloaded all the time. So he probably just has so many things happening that just to be able to focus that into actually solving a problem is it's is a whole ordeal um so i like that i think that one should win yeah
0: 100 yeah, percent. that wins the uh the smartest person of the, there's always like one inspiring thing that hasn't like it doesn't relate to as a person because it's like about being a superhero yeah and then <laughs> one thing that's like actually inspiring you know like and i have an So there, there's always a, a couple good <laughs> yeah
1: like i i don't know i there's there's lots of stuff like you said that happens. It's like cosmic level stuff. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. But it yeah. doesn't really like, get like, out of bed
0: in the morning. <laughs> like when uh like when Peter in uh Homecoming, straight out of the comics, he lifts the uh the rubble above his head. Like, oh, that's yeah. so inspiring, but like that doesn't apply to me. So what am I gonna yeah. do with that inspiration? Yeah. You know?
1: Time I picked up my house and it was like really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, the got- I am Iron Man Award for the best single line. I got three here. Uh they're just totally different vibes. There's one that I just kind of liked. One that's like, oh, that was pretty smart. And then one that's just like kind of encapsulated the movie. Uh, JB Smoove, once again, he says, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. When you're in Venice, your socks get wet. <laughs>
2: know, it's just like,
0: that's just like aesthetically a good line. Um, oh, I like that. And then just encapsulating the villain side, Mysterio saying it's easy to fool people when they're already fooling themselves.
1: Hey, that's great because that's what I wrote down
0: yeah there you go and it's back to the uh, twitter conversation too because that's that's everybody on twitter um <laughs> and then at the end of the movie spider-man grabs the hand before he gets shot in the head and says you can't trick me anymore that's the one that's like that's that's this movie in a nutshell you know
1: yeah that was that was such a good scene really all of the illusion scenes were were awesome
0: yeah, there 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 was only two that were like Spider-Man centric and we're going to talk about those later so I can get to it into that but they were so well done. Okay.
1: So then yeah, so like I said for the Iron Iron Man award, I uh I put uh it's easy to fool people when they're already fooling themselves. Yeah, it was good. Um not that I encourage people to manipulate other humans. It's not good, but uh it's, it's true. Good. That's that's why yeah. like you said that's why Twitter uh has the environment that it has and why mainstream media still has an audience
0: uh um, newspapers
1: yeah because it's just it's like TV news I hate being lied to by the news but I'm going to keep watching the news and believing everything that they tell me yes. which is so weird but it's because but you're like, a
0: sheep because you believe your side because somebody told you to believe that but I'll believe my side and I'm not a sheep even though we both learned it from the same so go mm. no right yeah.
1: it's, yeah. it's It's weird. And then like, and I just thought, I thought it was a fairly profound little thing for him to say.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Probably not as profound as I'm making it. Whatever. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh. I just forgot there was a cheeseburger in my room. I'm like, what does that smell? Something smells good. Oh, there's a cheeseburger. (laughs) Nice. Let's see. What do we got left here? Let me go back to my front page. Uh, uh, uh. So we got age of Ultron still. Let's, I'm going to do the Peter Quill one just to get it out of the way. Um, cuz i don't i just don't think this is a great movie for it. Oh no,
0: i think there's one like, awesome. The actor. soundtrack is all
1: soundtrack songs and then like two non like made by the soundtrack guy whatever his name was.
0: You're either completely I'm, forgetting one or you're just there's, under- underselling how how huge one song was.
1: I there think. are two songs that are not like when i say soundtrack songs i'm talking yeah, about media yeah. or there are only two songs that I even know of that are in the movie that are not just like the score. Um, and it, one's an Eminem song and the other's back in black. And to me, black back in black has to win. Oh yeah. Because it's a callback to the early, to the first Iron Man. Uh, yeah. I think that's
0: <laughs> like an all time Peter Quill award. I think that was perfectly done.
1: So it works out really well that they really only had, cause like, I don't even remember hearing that Eminem song playing. I just yeah, know that I don't it's, know what
0: you're talking about. So that's, that's
1: uh, the song, song "Fall" from the Kamikaze album, which I'm like, okay, I know I've heard that song. I don't remember hearing it in the movie at all. But Back in Black, that one. So basically, they have really one legitimate entry into this little uh, category, and it uh, there's it, also
0: "I Will Always Love You." That could
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> How about that? Even yeah, though I said it's... it was funny earlier, but like. Yeah. That one is featured in like every movie that wants to do a corny, silly thing, anyway. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think Back in Black was like actually because of having having that callback to the first
0: Iron Man. Because that's and, literally the first shot of Iron Man, right? Was that song uh, driving uh, in the desert? I,
1: yeah, I think so. We just watched that the other day. We we started letting the kids watch the MCU movies. Yeah. So we did, Iron man. About two weeks ago, and yeah, oh, I think sorry. it is. I think it's right as soon as the credits. Like, or as soon as the movie starts, it kicks that off.
0: It's gotta be tough because the the most, uh, like the most vulgar scene, most like outright sexual scene in the entire s- franchise is in that first movie. So, you're,
1: yeah, I know that's start. what was killing us because I'm
0: like, <laughs> listen, you can definitely watch like Black
1: Panther, you can watch Captain Marvel, you can watch all these other movies. Iron Man is the one that has like the most, the most like, uh, alcohol related, sex related humor and interactions, and you're like, man. It's probably fine. Uh-huh. One of them might get it. It's
0: it's fine. There's a I mean, couple. I yeah. I still don't kids, but really, if you just fast forward through the Christine Everhart scene, like there's like a, a stripper scene, but it's not like they're still fully clothed. They're just kind of dancing sexually, and there's alcohol. Yeah, like really. the just the the scene in the bed is is the one that's like, whoo.
1: That's what Addie was down there because she didn't care about watching it, and then she was like, I'm I gonna watch it. She goes, Dad, there's a girl in a bed. And I was like. okay i was like yeah i meant to be down there so i could skip ahead but i forgot so we're making dinner Uh, i saw chucky when i was seven and i turned out okay i guess probably fine (laughs) okay. so yeah i like yeah i think it's funny because there really weren't any songs to pick from but the one that is in there is uh is a big winner perfect yeah yeah
0: i i literally did just insert this one after I saw Guardians of the Galaxy three because I want to pick out of that huge swath of movies. Um,
1: yeah, you know. that I mean, that whole movie basically. I mean, those are as close as you can get to being a musical without actually having to be a musical.
0: Yeah, and the best part about that too, we could turn this into a Guardians thing. Every single song you hear in that, it's it's an in-universe song, like it's being played in the in the confines of the movie too. Yeah, I love. It. I love hey, that. Really one. well done. It,
1: like now that they live on nowhere and everything's like. Well, which, which I think they first really show that in the Christmas special where it's like they have the speakers yeah, in the city and it's like, man, that's awesome. You just get this little town that just listens to music all day and has a good time. <laughs> yeah. And every now and then some crazy golden dude tries to murder everybody.
0: Yeah, just once in a while. Gosh. Okay, I'm going to do the Age of Ultron Award where this was way cooler for seeing the next five movies. God, I was
1: ner- I was not prepared for this one.
0: This is another one tough one because this is like the end of an entire saga. And yeah, there's only been a couple movies since. So this was like the first movie that we, that we saw the aftermath of the blip, which answered like a ton of questions, but it was all done like super lightheartedly. Uh, like, you know, the kids come back during a basketball game. That's funny. And then uh, my little brother's older than me. That's funny. Flash can't yeah. drink. But then after that, in the next several projects, you see like the darkness and the bad effects of the five-year blip between yeah. you, talking or the soldier. So that was my answer. It's not great, but it was, it was kind of cool looking back when the blip was like a funny thing before you really get into like what that would entail you know
1: i do like how they do it's it's kind of funny because through the different movies you you also thankfully because they're able to get a little bit more liberal with how they do these things um more comic book ish so it's like different movies give different tones that are represented in the comics so that Mm -hmm. you have in kind of comic shtick you have uh weird things that'll happen and it'll just be explained away in a really stupid way and they don't care they're just like yeah it's dumb we know it's fine yeah uh, which they kind of alluded to in guardians 3 <laughs> um so like no way home or far from home has like uh the more silly yeah this is a crazy thing that happened but it's fine because we're like in a comic book world and it's <laughs> it's funny yeah and then you have the other side words. It's super dark. Everything gets really sad. And they do that in other movies. And I I do like that because it's, and I don't, as a person who's not like, I'm not like a film critic. I didn't go to film school. So I don't know if there's like problems in franchises with tone shifts like that. I know as a consumer, I enjoy it. And everybody else can kick rocks.
0: I studied film. And I I think it just, if you grade the MCU against like a normal like how you would normally review films and you're totally missing the concept because it's just, you, you shouldn't grade it like a film because it's just a totally different thing, you know? Yeah. And like like Scorsese said, uh, that they're more like, uh, uh, like, what do you say? Like a, amusement parks. And like, that's not really an insult because they are. They're just meant to yeah. be fun <laughs> and exciting. They don't have to fun. be perfect. Fun. Yeah. Like I have my list of like my favorite films and I don't include the MCU on there because it's just like a different, It's just a totally different animal, you know?
1: Yeah. And I I get, I understand like some of the critics of them, like people who understand film to me, when you get into art related things and you're like, well, there's, there's no reason this should work because I study and I do this. And a lot of the critics who get paid to be critics get like that, where they're like this, this music is this way and I don't like it because of some I'm going to make you think is some scientific related crap mm. on why the science of music or film or whatever says this is bad. But really, because it's completely subjective and a form of art, if I like it, it's good. Uh, now, there are some things that I like that I can say objectively are pretty terrible. Like this is a straight up crappy movie, but I like it because it's so stupid. Yeah. that kind of stuff but obviously that doesn't apply here uh, i just feel like like you said they're they're not really in a cat i'm not looking at like the departed and then watching you know ragnarok and being like hey let's compare these two qualities of films and see uh, but i'm the same way with like an adam sandler movie although he got into more like serious stuff in a lot of his but like i'm yeah. not looking at happy gilmore and being like oh man this is peak cinema let's go compare this to a scorsese film or whatever I'm gonna go watch yeah. The Godfather and then go watch some Adam Sandler movies and then compare them. If yeah, I like, honestly, it or like, if somebody enjoying it, just enjoy
0: it. Yeah, like like second Office reference of the night, like when they uh when when the group is uh, who who are they? They're trying to figure out if a, if an actress is hot, and then Oscar's like breaking oh, down her facial features, and he's like, nope. you can tell scientifically she's not hot, and Kevin's like, it's a gut feeling, she's just hot. Like that's it's what a gut, it thing. Is, you know.
1: <laughs> and this movie, I declare hot yeah i'm not gonna weigh in on hillary swank but you know hillary Swank. Who it was. that was so funny <laughs> so we're at uh what do we got? poorly aged cgi that's i fun. didn't have i really didn't have anything yeah but, i mean well, i just
0: do that one right now then because i'm like any, you either. know
1: poorly cgi perfect. is like this movie was was it 2019
0: yeah i'm gonna change the uh, uh spoiler i'm gonna change the next phase of uh or next saga of cgi it's gonna be called the uh pip the troll award the worst cgi pip the
1: what, troll. remember him from oh, e- uh, eternals yeah yeah um uh, like i was like pip wasn't in any movies i forgot he was he was because i was thinking of like the old silver surfer cartoon and i'm like yeah why no oh. yeah. but i forgot he was because the movie he was in was stupid yeah like i love him. wait um, which which movie are we talking about that was eternals pip the troll Oh, you're right. I'm stupid. What, what I was. Were you thinking like, oh, it was Love and Thunder. He was in Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, no. no. Which would make more sense?
0: He was uh, hanging out with Eric uh, Styles.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: and I remember laughing really hard because I had recently been actually watching the Silver Surfer cartoon.
0: That's right. You made. I, I, I don't think I might have watched. I probably watched that because I watched everything when I was a kid. It was. I don't remember the, anything of it. I think I'm gonna watch it. It's only one season. It's not gonna take. Yeah, I think it time.
1: was off the air before you were born. Yeah,
0: like, I and mean, so was Spider Man. Well, yeah,
1: no, I mean, Spider Man was still going until, but you were well, one or two, right? So, yeah, either way, not not
0: old enough not to, old enough to care. It. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, like, but they have reruns for like Spider Man and Batman had reruns, Superman had reruns for years. Yeah, no, if they really, I just don't remember Silver Surfer or like the old Iron Man cartoon getting a lot of. Playtime later on. I think the Silver Surfer cartoon is really good. It's very much like space drama, soap opera, like comic type thing.
0: I looked up the uh, uh, just after last time we talked about it. I looked up, I looked it up on IMDb and just the character list. It's like, oh my goodness, yeah. It's like there's Guardians of the Galaxy two characters in a yep. 1990s show. This is awesome. The
1: only way I knew, seriously, the only way I knew some of the characters that existed in Marvel now is because I saw that cartoon and wound up reading comic books later yeah because of it um like that was in it like nobody
0: knows who ego is yeah
1: or cares but he's even in that show it's just like super
0: thanos is in
1: all sorts of stuff
0: that's a ultimate alliance for me like i liked comics when i was younger i read them but like that that's how i got to know all these characters and fell in love with all this stupid crap that i think too much about yeah um so poorly hdj we both have nothing so you can pick another one
1: Let's go with uh I don't want to pick a knit yet. I'm not ready because I feel like I might have more than I think in that category. Yeah. Um uh, uh actually I am gonna pick a knit. Okay, because I did I did write one of those down. I forgot I wrote it on another page. Um why so when Peter has Edith call those drones on Brad, which is so ridiculous. And it's like it's funny. Oh, whoops! I'm almost killing my classmate. Why wouldn't he say, "Hey, Edith, don't do that"?
0: Yeah, that's the thing all all the time in movies <laughs> where, like, instead of just it just like defines logic where you do have the time to say, um, "Hey, stop this." It's like like in a movie where somebody thinks somebody is cheating and they run out and they're like, "Hey, no, I can explain." Like in the time that it takes to say, you can explain. Like in the time you can jump out of a uh, a bus and web it up and tell them that there's a baby goat over yeah. there. You can but, say, yeah. "Hey, don't." stop
1: yeah, yeah and it's like oh it's cool you get to see a cool shot of him coming out with his cool glasses and webbing out at the bus um yeah. but like i mean really it's just hey oh edith no don't do that
0: yeah it, like it was a funny scene so i'm not like hating or anything they're, they're, yeah but there's a I, lot of nits to pick with that scene
1: like I, I always
0: hate the um hey look over there and then it works like i don't think that would work yeah an
1: entire bus, bus full of kids and not one of them is like a contrarian jerk. Cause I feel like if you'd be like, look over there, I'd look over there and then I'd look back and be like, what are you doing?
0: Well, the one kid who definitely would be a contrarian jerk, he just knocked out two seconds ago. So yeah, that's true. And then also I hate the, when somebody jumps out of a moving car and then they land back down, right. In the same hole, like Uh, you'd be over here now, you know,
1: he didn't, he didn't web it or anything. I'm like, listen, I've seen the flies that go out of my window when they're inside the car, they go out (laughs) the window and then they go away. Yeah. Yeah just land back in the car um physics which is odd because it's like a whole science class isn't it a bunch of nerds i think or was it like a science school right yeah they're like a bunch of nerds who are supposed to be
0: the whole school is nerds
1: and even peter's own body is too stupid to realize how that works
0: (laughs) it's too dumb to obey physics
1: that was the only nit that i wrote down i'm sure i have more but i did
0: one in that where i was like why why why? I don't really have a lot because I think this is a, such a lighthearted movie and the stakes like aren't really that huge. And there's some points when it gets really emotional, but it's mostly based off Tony's death, which already happened, you know, so yeah. it's not oh like a God. hugely it's biggest... deep movie. So yeah, like, like... I, I just don't take it as seriously. So I don't rip it as, apart as much, but I, yeah. I, I have a couple. First of all, I said this, I, I might've said this with Endgame. It's just funny how every single character that we care about in Peter's life was blipped. So he's still in class with the same friends. Like, I don't think the yeah. math would add up on that. No. Um, but right, and like yeah, may, that
1: Because they said who was may blipped and then all his friends blipped. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: we don't so know all that, about Liz though. So maybe she's off in college somewhere.
1: Oh, that could be. And I think this isn't really trivia because I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure the original plan was actually to have Liz and Walter. Vulture make an appearance in this movie. I don't remember if the talk was for them to be primary or not, but I, that was a rumor at one point that they were I both going to
0: come back. Vulture was supposed to be in at least a small bit, but they just wanted to focus on Mysterio and that's probably a good call. And I like Vulture, but sometimes you don't need to just keep bringing people back. Yeah, um, This is a knit in every single Spider-Man story, but like, why do his shoes stick to stuff? I kind of get when he's wearing the suit, because like he's smart enough you'd maybe make it thin enough or something where it can yeah. rip, but like, he's wearing sneakers and it sticks to the ground.
1: Yeah, unless he has big feelers that poke through his shoes all the way in. Um, And I think, if I remember right, I think the PS4 uh, game does like a cool thing where it's like he has sneakers, but they're like special science-y sneakers that like do a thing on purpose to use his feet gripping abilities or whatever.
0: Like the Fantastic was... Four costumes, how they like absorb yeah. and then use it. Yeah.
1: I can't remember if that was in the game or if that was a the thing they did in the comics, like post-Superior Spider-Man when Peter has like all this awesome technology. Yeah. I don't remember, but that is weird. And like some of them, they're like, oh, they're wearing like slippers or thin shoes, but he like, he wearing like regular shoes.
0: Yeah. Like I, I can, I can set my brain apart from it when he's wearing his costume, but when he's wearing sneakers, it's just
1: like that. Yeah. Makes sense
0: um Fresh shoes <laughs> and then this one so mysterio said 616 and we're all like whoa yeah. awesome and then the mcu said it wasn't 616 and then reed Richards says that it is 616 later and we're like okay so it is 616 and then miguel o'hara in the new spider-man he says it's not 616 so they just got to get their just story straight
1: wait which but but o'hara is not talking about the same earth when he says it was he he was yeah
0: well it's it might be just a uh what do you call it a uh, easter egg he says um don't even get me started on dr strange and that little nerd from earth 19999 which was the original designation for the mcu oh yeah multiverse of madness where they said that this is going to be
2: 616
0: mm. um so it's i mean it's a nit it's not a big deal and it was probably just an easter egg from uh, uh for the new spider-man because i'm kind of i'm kind
1: of like back and forth on that because it it is annoying but I'm trying not to be frustrated about it because I mean, it's like, okay, so many of these universes don't know that there's other universes. So then it's like, maybe they just, it's not like they have a a key that says, here's all the names. Right. Cause it's, I always thought it was weird. Like in the comics, well, you know, like how every alien race just speaks English. And it's like, Oh, well did aliens settle here and then teach us English? Is that what it is? Uh, We just started calling implants. And I'm like cool, and yeah, when they do stuff like that, I'm like cool. You got yeah. it. It's an easy fix. It's the same kind of thing um, with the Earth. Is like it's not like everybody in every dimension is just universally going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it's Earth two seven eight four. Yeah, I remember that. That's where that one Spider Man is like made of shoes or something. Yeah, um,
0: and really too. It, so assuming I'm, I'm just gonna go with the assumption this is six one six, just because that's more interesting. And
1: yeah, the
0: across the Spider Verse, it's a different franchise. So it's whatever.
1: But um, well, yeah, it can't be what well, it's not though. I don't think it is anymore.
0: Well, it's they're somewhat connected, just like Venom. Like I don't know,
1: like, yeah, Venom. It was
0: straight up. It he was actually in one of the movies. I yeah, well, it's getting so hard quick, to keep straight. Like, do I really, consider Andrew Garfield part of the MCU? Not really. kind of, Yes.
1: Maybe. So because both the McGuire movies and the Garfield movies are officially tied to the MCU, whether they want yeah. them to be, they can't really deny it because they're in the movie. Mm-hmm. Spider Verse movie showed images so both per- of them uh so then it's like okay well they're all connected and like you said venom already appeared in an mcu movie and they went right back into his universe which was super funny and they have like i don't know to me it's the same as like when they said the netflix shows aren't mcu i'm like yes they are you directly reference the battle of new york with newspaper clippings 100 it's the mcu and now it definitely is because daredevils come back so yeah. it's like you can't even, like, I don't care what Kevin Feige says, like, there are certain things where I'm I'm almost never going to disagree with the creator of it yeah. or the person who's running it, except on that and the pronunciation of GIF. That's so insane to me that that guy decided, no, it's GIF. I'm like, no, it's not. Unless you say the word graphics, but it's the word is graphics, and I hate that. So that thing in the multiverse, no.
0: Yeah. It's just they, they, there's so many other things to pull from other than the main storyline, such as whatever. But also, on top of that, separate note I thought of if so, assuming it is 616, so Mysterio said 616, was he just guessing and happened to be right? Like pick three random numbers, he just, yeah, he just was yeah. right. Yeah, that could happen. Oh. It, yeah, possible. Um, I'm gonna go with the cheesiest fight scene, best fight scene, I think seeing our heroes. Fight giant CGI monsters I think that always sucks and I get that like it made sense the plot here and and they had to have in the plot so it's fine but just seeing it three times it's like okay um, I just can't really think of a better way they could have done it so just chalk it up to the game but both of Peter's mind battles against Mysterio those were top tier I I think so there's the two when Mysterio like wiped the floor with him and then got hit by a train and then the one where he accepts his spider sense, and uh, and beats him. Both were awesome for different reasons. I think I like the one where Mysterio beats him, like the first one, because it just like totally encapsulates how terrifying it would be to fight a dude like that. And it was super honest of comics. Like it looked like a, a comic book right there. Yeah,
1: you know? it was. Yeah, that was so good. And yeah. I I don't know that green smoke was so cool. <laughs> yeah, fitting with like how it should be, and it just looked really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. that's uh same for me. Um, the Mysterio specific with Peter scenes are my favorites.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: First one being, it's just so intense. Like, it's like legitimately terrifying. Not like we're watching it and we're like peeing our pants, but like... Yeah,
0: but like to be there would be terrifying.
1: Like a yeah. psychological thriller where you're watching it as you put yourself into him. You're like, holy crap, that would be so terrifying. Because now you're questioning everything. Nothing's real. You don't know what's and the next thing, you know, you might break your arm cause you punched a concrete wall because you thought it was his head or something like, and then you get hit by a train, like just the craziest stuff happening. And it's like, it's kind of like with any of the Dr. Strange stuff You're like, man, I don't know what's real and what's not. And it's just, it's so trippy. And then the final scene, like you said, when he, I think that, uh, the gunshot to the head thing, just that piece specifically was so cool. Um, where he grabbed you know he's grabbing nothing for what we see but then because his spider sense is working yeah so uh, it's like kind of a
0: jump not like a jump scare but you're like oh what just happened yeah it was
1: like we don't see it coming because he's literally invisible you're just like oh cool i thought those yeah those scenes were great
0: and i I, especially how they like cut the music when he closed his eyes and it all went Mm -hmm. dark there's you could just hear the gunfire and, and the crashing that was awesome and um yeah, it, it yeah. I had, that's enough on that. That was yeah, perfect. Uh, second, like footnote to that: the scene where he's just like wasting drone, <laughs> wasting drones. Oh yeah, that's cool. Did you see? Did you play the? Uh, I'm sure you did the Spider-Man One video game, like based off the first Tobey Maguire movie. Um, like old old game. You talking for original Xbox? Yeah, or, that would yeah. be original. Uh, yeah, I had original Xbox. I did. Yes. Yeah, there's like, that. that like, it just reminded me of that. There's just a bunch of scenes of you, you know, jumping, tying up drones, and just kind of took me back to that.
1: I like that. That was, yeah. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. All right. What do you got next? We got two
1: more. You said four. something about Mysterio that made me think of something, but I I'll leave it go because I forgot already. Um
0: <clears throat> uh, so for Wages, the best and worst. Again, this is a really recent movie. This is like probably the last. Yeah. Last one we're doing this for. Um but just rewatching it, it's kind of weird that he and MJ were together literally like 3 days before No Way Home and then suddenly they're like deeply in love. Trauma can do that. You know, you go through an that's experience fair. And I guess yeah. they were they were friendly before and it, it's it, you, you can point to like the high school relationships where you have this quick thing, but what they have it's clearly different, right? Like it's an intimate love kind of thing. So it, that's just like a, a struggle you have when you have Sequels that are supposed to be right after each other, but you want to advance the story a little bit. Um, it, it just kind no. of changes People um, fall in love in mysterious ways,
1: maybe just a touch of a hand. That's an Ed Sheeran song,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes me back to senior of high school. That was my uh, <laughs> that was my song with Nicole, was our song together.
1: I <laughs> um, just Thought. Hey, how fitting. Anyway, uh, yeah, that, I think uh, that is weird in general. But they also, in that course of time, lived. It's like you're expediting life. Um, yeah. It's like. Well, you did. You played football. You did two a days.
0: Like how you fall in love with your teammate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So like, what you know, as you guys are going through like a crappy situation together, a lot of times that increases the bond of friendship very quickly. Or it makes you hate each other. Um, but either way, it's like aggressive emotions happening rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same for like military events. Uh, people like you hear this from a lot of cops, firefighters and stuff where they they go through a really significant thing or, you know, it, it's just like a uh, some kind of bad situation. And it's like it just speeds everything up. So, I yeah, I guess I can call it believable, but it is still weird to me.
0: Yeah, I, it, it's just something you hey. It's not like something I'm gonna hate this movie for. It'd be chalked up to.
1: And the, for me, the type of movie want, it is. I want Peter to be with MJ always. Yeah, um,
0: so we're not hating on it. Yeah. And by the way, if they in the next sequel bring them back together by the end of the movie, I'll be kind of upset. I think they should drag it out at least like two movies before.
1: You sound like you want to be writing the comic books for them because they they can't allow him to be happy in the comics episode.
0: I, I I talked about this with BJ. This is kind of a footnote. Um, did you ever read the um, shoot? I forget which one it was. It's a comic where he bumps into uh, the the one above all, where he's a homeless person, and he's like talking about how crappy his life is. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes. I,
0: I think, think he, there's just this awesome line that I want to see in a movie sometime, but I just don't think we're ever going to see that character in a in a movie. I said that about Modok though. Um, hmm. But he says, uh, Spider-Man says, is this part of your plan, killing Aunt May? Is this part of your cosmic whatever? And then one of all balls like, what would you do if I said yes? And it's like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's
1: nothing, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's unimportant. That's just, I really like that. I, I do, if I can
1: throw way. in pick it for every Spider-Man movie that will be made from the Tom Holland start till forever. Yeah. The fact that her name is not Mary Jane irritates the crap out of me I'm, it is such an unnecessary change that makes no sense
0: it was it's supposed to be like a gotcha funny moment at the end of homecoming and now they just got to live with it and it's unfortunate and I, I got like four of those missed opportunities so i hate that just wave. and one more last uh last what ages well it, it's weird because it ages well like during the movie mm. right um but Peter's last words to Beck before he has that switch where he becomes the audience Mysteria, yeah. like the bad guy. He says, "Mr. Stark would have really liked you." And then you just see this weird face on on Beck. Yeah, and obviously you later realize that, like, oh, he you didn't. <laughs> You're wrong, can... Pete. Ha. <laughs> uh, anything else for wages?
1: No, I mean actually, what you just referenced, I originally would have put in pick and knit, like if this were a couple years ago but I didn't um, just the fact that basically every MCU villain comes from Tony Stark. Like yeah, it's, and it makes sense, but it also drives me nuts or it's like somehow it's like all of the good and all of the bad is the same guy.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Here's this cool stuff that happens. And also all of the bad stuff is happening because of him too. And you're like, gosh, dang it. Can we like, can we have a villain who didn't start at, and it, truthfully, I don't know if this is why, but I think it's probably because of the rights issues of, they really, they couldn't use the Fantastic Four. They couldn't use the X-Men. So they have to stick with Stark, you know, Stark Industries is how how many giant tech things can they use? I think Alchemax is owned through Sony because they use that in Spider-Verse movies. Uh, You can't use uh, Oscorp and all that's like, all that's out.
0: Even if you're going to like, even if they had the right to Oscorp, it wouldn't make sense. And Stark is I mean, such a it recognizable. It would for figure.
1: not for Mysterio, but I mean for like villains in general. Like I
0: mean, we, because if Oscorp, you don't include Green Goblin, then it doesn't make sense. You know, like if you include Oscorp, it's eventually going to lead to Green Goblin, right? Yeah,
1: but he like but I it's mean a
0: different. It, Oscorp
1: it's, did, it did a lot of things that it got involved with a lot of bad guys. Uh, but Stark Industries is really all you have left. Yeah with all that rights crap. So maybe that's why.
0: Well, and um, there's a couple other ones too, but like Hydra died early. Aim yeah. They used way differently than the mm-hmm. comic version. So like, that's what you have is, is Stark guys gone bad. And really it's like, it's there's five, which in the grand scheme is not like a huge amount, but it's still a good chunk.
1: Well, and really, like I said, it kind of makes sense because while it, it's annoying, but it does still, I think it makes sense because how many people does he interact with every day? Yeah, like he goes to these massive events, and people love him or hate him a lot. So it's like you have a bunch of people like, "Oh my gosh, the famous guy! I love him," yeah. and then you have a bunch of
0: people like, "Oh, that famous guy! I hate that guy." And he probably so, employs the smartest, most powerful people, and then yeah. like he owns companies he's like Damage Control, so that's going to put people out. Yep. Like, when you have that much influence, uh, he's
1: worthless. People, this is on a regular basis, yeah. and the number of them that are going to be annoyed at him—five—is really not that big of a number.
0: I, yeah, I, I I might. So yeah, Obadiah Stane. That's not really his fault though. But you can still chalk that up to him. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man three, Guy Pierce, Ultron obviously, Voltron. Ultron, Vulture and uh, Mysterio, and then kind of Iron Man 2, but that's more his dad, mm-hmm. you know, like five and a half. I think that's it. Um, but really, that it's way more egregious in the Sam Raimi Spider Man because all what four of those villains were directly related to this. Poor nerd photographer. <laughs> that, uh-huh. That's way more unrealistic than, you know, villains being created by a multi-billionaire. Yeah. Uh, missed opportunities. There's just a lot of, cla- like uh, you mentioned this with MJ, a lot of classic Spider-Man lore that's just like crapped on. Like mm-hmm. May knowing who he is immediately, he's in space in his third movie. Um, and it's kind of fixed with No Way Home a little bit. Yeah, it's like even the the Peter Tingle joke, like they just can't say, and uh, not they can't say, they just don't say a uh, Spidey sense to be funny. Like when you have a character that's around that long, you just don't want everything to be the same, and you want to make like meta jokes to make people chuckle. But I've, like I'd be I'd be down yeah. with seeing the same Spider Man a thousand times, it's like the same premise a thousand times. Like mm-hmm. I, if we see Uncle Ben die in every single movie, I'm cool.
1: Yep hey spider verse
0: that last one just
1: expedited or, or gave us many
0: <laughs> yeah we saw like
1: 13 20 seconds a bowl, dying. <laughs>
0: yeah a whole montage of middle-aged men getting shot
1: i i uh yeah i'm i'm really irritated i think it's funny pointing out to the listeners right neither of us mentioned peter tingle as funniest moments in the movie because it was funny like one time yeah uh I think maybe again when Happy said it later, it made me laugh. But like, it's like a
0: it's a little funny, but it's more just annoying that they didn't.
1: Yeah, and, that, you know? that, some of my gripes with Homecoming was that you took you you kind of. Uh, but anyway, well, he's got this like high tech uh, suit.
0: That's his first, basically his first Spider Man suit. Is his high tech suit, which he got after like a long time in the comics. I don't. He he became like a like a secondary character when he was introduced in the MCU to catch up to Tony Stark because Tony Stark was the focus. And then it, it just where we are now, it's just not the Spider-Man that we're used to. And like
1: I just feel like there's a lot of just those random like geared towards middle schoolers thing. Like yeah. that's that's who they're like pitching some of it for. So like the jokes like Peter Tingle again, funny that first time. But then after that when once you get through the movie and you're like they really just refused to say Spider Sense. That made me mad. Like, I just find so, and it's not like, okay, it's fake, so I'm not going to get, like, super riled up about it because it's not real. But, like, it is a kind of a slap in the face to the lore of Spider-Man. Like, that's a key ingredient to what he is, is that spider sense. And also, what makes him such a, like, a serious kind of opponent, because he can almost he almost has precognition because he can feel he has such this strong sense of knowing what's happening before it happens. And it's, that's why he would beat Batman in a fight. Um, like, and also being insanely strong and whatever. But like he has super, he's not super speed, right? But he has insanely fast and he has precognition essentially. That makes him really difficult to beat. Plus he's crazy strong. And for them to disrespect that by calling it a ping- Peter Tingle, and making like, which again, like I'm all for like funny potty humor and like just silly middle school jokes in moderation. And I felt like Homecoming did a lot of like, were not granted they're in a school, so a lot of the it's bands funnier
0: are, when the kids do it. It's less funny like the Peter Tingle both times it was an adult saying it, and it's, it's, just, funny that's, just, it's like just like just his aunt funny. being quirky and weird. And I'm like, okay, funny once. Yeah.
1: And then I'm like, all right, we're going to quit with it. Come on, just call it Spider-Sense. Quit being dumb. And we didn't and- even see the
0: Spider-Sense in Civil War or Homecoming. We saw it for kind of a second in Infinity yeah. War.
1: Um, and I'm, I'm just glad finally, like, leaned into it. Because that that's something that's so important. And he needs, like, it's huge. In every cartoon that's been made, in the video games, it's a huge thing. It's such an important part of him in the comics. I'm glad they're finally leaning into it. I hope they just quit calling it Peter Tingle and quit being pandering gosh dang that's the pandering, word of there you go <laughs> I, why I, couldn't think of that word. I saw your gears turning so hard that whole time I'm like, I'm like it starts with a p you idiot what is wrong with you <laughs> Ugh, i flipped a polaris a couple years ago and split my dome open. and i think that's what did it did you really yeah there's pictures there's lots of blood it was cool oh, man. i didn't I'm even have a concussion it. though so i guess i can't even blame it on that <laughs> all right I got like six or seven or eight staples or something, but I didn't have a concussion. I don't know how that works. Maybe I was dumb to begin with.
0: Maybe you just constantly have concussion here, Antonio Brown.
1: Uh, who <laughs> stole? Who stole the movie? Uh, I feel like Mysterio is the closest one for me on that.
0: That's what I said too.
1: So let, let's not say Mysterio. I want to say Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like he was really good.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll I'll say Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a tie between both Mysterio because he looked really cool too, and that's not on the oh yeah, and the just the visuals were awesome, and um, his plan was kind of I don't know, his plan was kind of dumb honestly, but it worked out so whatever. (laughs) Um, like there's sometimes there's plans in movies where like oh man that was a good villain plan right there, and this one's like that's kind of stupid, Mm -hmm. and I don't really understand why you're doing it, uh, but it worked out so congrats. Almost Um, like. you know where
1: some people are like it's like they're too smart for their own good yeah so it's like me, yeah. he's it's almost like yeah he's almost like too smart but because of that he did with his little contingency at the end for when peter beats him he still there has that's
0: a, i guess like,
1: ruin his life
0: yeah
1: because he's super smart but like a lot of times not just in movies but like in reality when you interact with really smart people and they just like are not functional in many social settings where they there's certain things they're crazy good at, but they can't clean their room. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it seemed like he had all the brains and all the stuff, but it's almost too much. So then he was like, I have this weird plan. Why? I don't know. Just because revenge and stuff. And cause I have this brain that can do all of it. I'm going to do this crazy plan. <laughs> Which, yeah. Like you said, what do you think about it? It's pretty crazy. It's not, not the plan I would go with. I feel like yeah. I would aim lower, but yeah.
0: I mean, the, with that kind of, he really did shoot really high. That like Edith is kind of the, the the, the holy grail of, tar- of Stark Tech. Um, but he, I, he he just fit in the like MCU culture right away. He, like especially as fake good guy, Quentin. Beck. Yeah. Um, was his real name Quentin Beck? Or was that Dave should um, make up that name? So, uh, like in the comics, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, just, in, in the comics, yeah, his name is Quentin Beck. Was, but I'm saying in the movie, he tells Fury uh, and everybody's, I guess maybe he could just told him his real name and said that. Before we got
1: on, yeah, movie. I don't know. Before we got on to the call today, I was thinking, that, I'm like, wait a second. Because it was like coming up, just random thoughts. And yeah. I'm like, wait a second. They never really, I don't remember if they addressed that because if his name's Quentin Beck, like that's that's probably not a super
0: right?
1: yeah, that's probably he, not a super common name. Yeah. Like I only know a few people named Quentin in my life. Uh and I feel like it's not like finding somebody named Chris or Steve. Yeah. Like and now Beck is a fairly common last name, but I don't know. I feel like if that was really supposed to be his real name in that universe, they would have figured it out sooner.
0: Well, they would have if it was actually Fury which is really where the plan, why the plan worked is because it wasn't actually Fury. If it wasn't Fury, this plan would not have worked. Yep,
1: basically confirming that Fury can't take a vacation.
0: Yeah. Um, And I I think it's kind of like in a, I don't know, if you have in like the NBA finals, if you have a role player who steps up really big, even if he's not as good as the main guy, you might give it to him just because it's like, yeah, we don't want to give it to the main guy. Like when Andre Iguodala won finals MVP, like mm-hmm. Spider-Man should probably win because he was awesome in this too. It's not like he's yeah. bad, but I give him to Syria. No, I do think, I mean,
1: I just, yeah, I guess it's going to be one of those things where like by the end of this whole thing, Tom Holland will get no awards somehow. <laughs> it, it, I don't know this. I saw this happen in high school sports a few times where it's like, well, the good players, we are, they're going to get their stuff. So then, but yeah. then by the end of the season, you realize that, the best players never got any accolades of any kind
0: and you're it's like, like Wait this- ugly girls keep winning prom queen it's like oh, you'd be nice <laughs> three times a year
1: yeah and it's like oh we did all this stuff but then the people who actually deserved it never got it yeah. so now all these other, it's like uh probably what happens to those people going american idol where they're like nobody told you you suck at this until just now except for that it's scripted and fake but like you know Nobody in your family said that they're just like, Yeah, cool, great, we'll hang your picture on the refrigerator. And then you go to an art contest and, like, you are terrible, <laughs> you drew, and like, no, it's a dinosaur. And you're like, That's awful, it sucks. Uh, so I feel bad because Tom Holland, I, I actually saw something like a week or two ago on Twitter where someone actually said, I just had not heard this opinion expressed before, but they said he was not a good actor and that he, uh, he something it was some post about like his other movies and they're like, basically he's proof that not everybody can do something more than superhero movies. And I was like, what is he I bad have in? not, I have not seen him be bad in anything. And Uncharted was one of the movies. Even they bad, like
0: Uncharted wasn't an awesome movie. He was still good in that.
1: It was, yeah, it was a fun movie. And he yeah. was, and like, I, I feel like he's a really good actor. <laughs> like when he's like, a spe- I mean, no way home to me is like, that's going to be the next Ragnarok type award. Cause like everybody in that it's like the best they've been in yeah. every and like Andrew Garfield's so good in that movie. And Tom Holland is so good. I don't know how anybody could say he was bad, but I'm I'm worried that I'm never going to give him an award because I just, I just assume I'm giving him awards the whole time.
0: Like, I don't think I've given Tony Stark, like a, a, a peak, like a, a Ragnarok award for peaking in yeah. this movie award yet. Because every time I'm like, well, he kind of peeks in another one, too. But it's just, you yeah, yeah, and he's,
1: and like, in fairness, like, Downey and Evans, like, they're both always good in every MCU movie. Even the movies that aren't my favorite, they're still really good. So it's kind of like, the which only, one? Like, they're just consistently good.
0: The only bad acting performance I've seen in an MCU movie where it's like, that was bad, was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Michael Douglas and uh, Paul Rudd both sucked in that movie, which is weird because they're both like amazing actors. I don't, I guess I don't remember that movie enough to. Next time. Cause I mean, I was watching it like with this in mind, um, like like trying to pick it apart. And like, as I was watching, it's like, this. they're not good. It, it's just, it's which weird. I, I mean, you're right. Like
1: Paul Rudd's actually a much better actor than what, when, you know, when I grew up seeing him in like small roles and, like friends and different stuff like that and then he shows up in movies out of nowhere and he plays like goofballs and then you find out like he's actually really good yeah
0: like like in end game i think he was one of the best best roles, yeah best actors and in that movie.
1: michael douglas is like a legendary actor everybody knows yeah, he's come on so i'm gonna have to go back i mean we're working our way through we gotta we're gonna sit through the hulk that's coming um that's another one that there's like a sexual scene in that that i'm gonna have to be there fast forward i just because i can't yeah. remember,
0: i can't remember if it's even that bad it's, but uh I think maybe you get like a, an over shirt off, and then you have like a like a a, a small tank on. For
1: not, the I'm like, it's it pretty quickly he's like, my heart's too fast. I gotta slow down, and I don't. That's just I don't know. But I, yeah, when we get to Ant Man and the Wasp, I'll have to be like, hey, you know, maybe they are terrible.
0: Yeah. There you go. Time for, useless trivia. Peter's suitcase. It says BFP stands for Benjamin Franklin Parker. Back to my earlier complaint. It's the only time we've ever even like had a reference to him. It uh, there might have been one in No Way Home. I don't remember. I can to rewatch that. I will soon. Uh The Netherlands talk about that. This was the first MCU movie without Stan Lee. kind of forgot that until I uh until I saw that. Oh bad. Ah. Yeah. Uh there's a Crusher Hogan poster in the backstage of the charity event. That's a nice one. Did you catch that? Yep yeah okay. yeah uh i this is one i looked up i wouldn't have caught this fury and hills license plate it reads mtu 83779 Saints for marvel team up issue uh 83 from july 79 that was titled spider-man and nick fury
1: that's cool i gotta pay that's... attention
0: like always to license plates because they're always some. I, kind of... and now i'm gonna be like looking at i don't i don't look for easter eggs as
1: much as i used to and i really should
0: yeah i i like he keep an eye out for like some obvious ones, like in the background and stuff. But like that's like those are like kind of deep ones that are easy to catch. Too.
1: Yeah, that's pretty. That's cool.
0: I like that. Yeah. Do you know there was a Fin Bank Boom reference in Iron Man? Uh, yeah, it was in the first Iron Man, right? Yeah, the first Iron Man. It was like a poster yeah. or something.
1: Um. Yeah. Gosh dang! it, Because I just I said something about it to the kids.
0: Yeah. When we we're watching
1: it now, I can't even remember where it happened.
0: It, it was in the last in the 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 street. When they're uh the the last fight between the big two.
1: Yeah, now I have to go back and watch this gonna annoy me all night. This is gonna be like that pandering thing all over again. I'm just gonna be <laughs> itchy. Uh, this
0: was the first time Captain Marvel's name was said as such. Uh Peter's passport says his birthday is August 10th. That's the same day that Amazing Fantasy 15 was released. There you go. Uh, you can see Jake Gyllenhaal in the background when Peter is buying the Black Dahlia necklace, spying on him. That's what I like I act like I didn't. I wasn't even looking for it. I was like, "Is that him?" And then I looked it up, and it was. Uh, Tobey Maguire way back in 2003 was injured on the set of Seabiscuit and was going to be replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal for Spider-Man Two. But then he
1: there's to yeah, it. I was gonna say there's actually a couple of situations I think in different movies where one or the other was set to replace the other one. Yeah. And they were in a movie together,
0: yeah. Um, because they're like buddies, it's those two and a uh, Leo were, yeah,
1: they're like the same it. build. Uh, yeah. well, not even, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal's like he's like an athlete, uh, yeah.
0: He got jacked for, um,
1: I think, I think Southpaw was really the big one, that might have been what I'm thinking, of. but I'm pretty sure he got good, older than it, one like Jarhead and stuff like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Southpaw, he was shredded, like he was, I didn't even see the movie yet, I still have never seen it, but he was a monster.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, this is the first time a character, Nick Fury, uh, appeared in three MCU films in a single year. Dang. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it's just the second time a character has been in three straight films. Uh, the First was RDJ in the first three movies. Yeah. Uh, Matt Damon turned down Mysterio. Huh. I don't think that would have been as good. Yeah, um, I'm sure he would have been fine, but yeah, I, I don't think that would have Just like the, the, the manic crazed stuff i think uh it's all you know, so good
1: at um not quite like that that i've seen anyway but like you remember in like oceans 11 where he was being like weird uh yeah, that's not, it's, and it so it seems like he could probably turn that into that manic craziness
0: uh i mean he's a great actor anyway so there's no reason to say yeah. he couldn't do it but
1: but it just yeah I it just the like,
0: the gyllenhaal vibe more i think he's and he's got
1: a nice looking beard that fit you know he's got a good thing yeah uh, the what four
0: else? elementals. This one's kind of obvious, but they record, uh, correspond to four Spider-Man villains. Uh, I feel like that's who we thought they were in the trailer. Uh, might be I thought, Yeah, I thought Hydro-Man for sure. I was like, oh, Hydro-Man's in this, because he was a
1: big one in the animated series.
0: Yeah, him and uh, and Sandman, those are two of the four. Oh, yeah. Those are the only like big ones, and there's also Cyclone and Molten Man, it's kind of big. Yeah. Uh, and Hydro-Man is Morris Bench, who Flash mentions when they're talking about, like, who this might be you know he did aquatic experience uh, experiments um mm. did you catch Intr- that i don't i don't remember really catching okay.
1: yeah i was just like thinking that i was trying to like remember it in my head
0: when he's like scrolling like right after the, the water fight he's scrolling oh no, yeah and...
1: I, I remember the scene i just don't remember putting that
0: together and being like oh look at that gee whiz mm-hmm. huh this was i got a lot of tribute for this one um, this was the most expensive marketing campaign of all time, $288 million on marketing. That's like a large budget. So they like yeah. probably doubled the budget just with marketing. That's crazy.
1: Which is stupid because I can't think of a movie you need to market less.
0: Yeah. Um, like it's Spider-Man. It's right after Endgame.
1: Yeah. It's a sequel to a massively successful Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah. It's
1: right after a, the, the highest grossing movie of all time until avatar. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get with them with Spider-Man either like why why? Like you have such a built-in audience. It's crazy. You're going to sell crazy amounts of tickets and crazy amounts of toys
0: and all and that stuff. At this time, like it's not as guaranteed now, but at this time like like Captain Marvel made a billion dollars and that wasn't nearly as high highly excited and I love that movie, but was, like people weren't as excited for that and there's people that were bashing it before even seeing it and it's still made a that,
1: billion i saw that twice in theaters which was not planned yeah th- like that's that's weird to me my favorite advertising from all the mcu was was endgame where they gave you nothing it was just like
0: oh uh, they gave you the first 15 minutes and you thought that was the movie and then after those 15 minutes it's like nope that's not what's happening
1: i didn't even watch that i avoided that but like like their super bowl commercial was like black screen with, like, a couple of shots of faces and then, like, an A or something. Like, it was yeah. really big, and I'm like, dang, that's how you should do it, because obviously, we're all going to see it.
0: Well, yeah, okay, so I don't really like, I, I don't like watching trailers because it gives it away too much. I think this might be the one that sold me on it because they said multiverse. I'm like, okay, that just, that should have been more exciting, but then they squish it anyway. But I for didn't... Endgame, like, every single clip that you saw in the trailer, it was only from the first 15 minutes, so you thought it was just going to be... Oh, that's you know, what the- you meant
1: i thought you meant they released 15 minutes or something oh no that
0: would be bad marketing No, <laughs> yeah. not be smart um no just clips from the first 50 minutes so you just don't know what the movie's actually about it was just yeah so smart
1: I, that's how it should be i did not know that about the spider man marketing i did not realize it was that expensive that's so crazy to me yeah that
0: shocked me uh you got any trivia
1: yeah i got two um just that jake gyllenhaal was in the original running for the sam raimi spider-mans um that's just kind of because he's kind of finally in one it's kind of like how donald glover is in the spider-verse movies and the mcu spider-man movie as the same character um which is kind of cool because like he's a big that was a
0: cool that was a cool when that came up i was like oh that's so
1: cool because he's like Because when he shows up in the MCU ones, you're like, oh, is he going to be the Prowler someday? Yeah, because you know his name
0: and you know that he has a nephew. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you see him in costume in this one.
1: Yeah. So and I'm like, there's another one for why it's part of the MCU. I'm like, dang, man, he's actually getting to play. He's in a Spider-Man movie, but he's not Spider-Man because people had years back. They're like, oh, he should be like Miles Morales. That would be cool.
0: Wasn't Miles Morales based off of him because he wanted to be Spider-Man in an animated show?
1: Um, Or is that urban legend? It sounds like an urban legend, but I'm not sure because I'm trying to remember like where his his rise to fame in tandem with uh the Miles Morales Spider-Man stuff happening. But yeah, I th- I thought that was uh that was cool anyway. Um, but so for Jill and Hall to be able to actually be in a Spider Man movie now, that's cool. Um and the other one was that um J.K. Simmons is the first non-MCU character to reprise his role now in the MCU. Um, He was the first one to do that, which I guess I wasn't really thinking about, but that was probably very obvious at the time, of course.
0: But now there's so many that it's like, oh, that was the first one. It was
1: so cool when it happened, too, where I was like, even going into the movies, I'm like, man, it's just a bummer that they're not going to have J.K. Simmons be... B. jameson i wish that they would just do it just be like forget it we don't care and have him cast in the role
0: yeah and then they did, and i was like whoa this is so cool and that uh, goes back to the earlier complaint where it's like not the same character it's a totally different characterization it's like a uh what's the name alex ross like that kind of version of it but um
1: alex ross artist
0: no who am i thinking of alex the, alex jones you talking about alex jones alex like, jones is
1: that it are you talking about like the info world the guy, yeller guy? I mean, I don't know if, I can't remember if he's bald, but you're talking, yeah, you're talking like a loud guy. Yeah. Who's Alex Ross? Like like that gotcha, Alex Ross is a fantastic comic book artist. He's a,
0: oh yeah, he's the, he does the, yeah, the uh, Justice League one where it looks super.
1: He does, yeah, all his look like crazy real, just like. he's It's
0: it's not like realistic, but it looks like semi-realism. Yeah. And it looks like very, like classical, almost. It
1: yeah. is. He does very good, like old school looking, classic art type renditions. His covers are so good, but yeah. But yeah, Renaissance painting. Cool. And then you know, and then now J.K. Simmons is now in the Spider Verse movie. Then this last one, he shows up. Um, was he? It's very clearly him. Like you, you see him in the background talking in one of the scenes, as okay. soon as you hear his voice, you're like, "That's him. He's doing it again. He's playing Jameson again." Oh man. I gotta see that again, I guess. Yeah, well, it's a good movie. Might as well. Yeah. So yeah, that those are my only two.
0: Yeah, those are good ones. Can you skip it in your MCU rewatch? Um, are
1: you going first or do you want me to? I'll let you
0: in Um, so I don't
1: I don't like saying skip anything Spider-Man related, but yeah, I mean I think you can. It's not really, it's like you said, it's post endgame. There's no, it's kind of odd that it's not like that the phase didn't end with end game. I still think that's weird. That's a nitpick I have there, but yeah, there's just nothing. If you're looking at grand scheme of the MCU, I, mean, I don't know if there's really a lot of value added. Um, yeah. I, Cause like you said, the stakes, they're not incredibly high. The stakes are basically like, will he, or won't he reveal his identity to people? Or like, how does he keep his family and friends close? and lie to them about his identity. Like, that's the stakes. It's not that big of a deal. And, like, the and,
0: bad guy gets high tech that will make him rich, but it's not like yeah. the world's gonna die or anything, you know? And it
1: is, like, yeah, and it's, like, his
0: He's actually, like, his he 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 justifies attacking London, too, with a way that could totally say it's not high stakes. He's, like, yeah, it, they're strong, they'll rebuild. Like, yeah, the stakes yeah. aren't that bad.
1: Right, so, and it's, like, it is kind of, like, a self-actualization story for Peter, where he's, like, coming into his spider sense zone. Um, but other than that, it's like, you don't, I don't know if we need the movie for him to use his spider sense in another movie. You know what I mean? Like, because he's been around for so long as a character that if he happened to have spider sense in another movie, we wouldn't
0: care. Well, they, he uh, used though. it in, uh, in Infinity War. There's like the briefest yeah. shot of it. And then uh, they introduce it. You don't need to introduce the spidey sense at this point.
1: Yeah, it just seems like it, it seems like you could skip it.
0: Yeah, I said the same thing. Like, you see the fallout of the blip. It's like, nice, like, epilogue. And it actually worked out really well that it was the end of the multiverse saga because then there was, like, a year break because of COVID. So just naturally yeah. worked out kind of well. Um, you missed the, the uh, Jameson revelation of him being unmasked, which becomes important for the next movie, which I think will be important for the rest of the series. But I mean, you could have figured it out in the first couple. Yeah, that's of no that Way is tr- cool. So uh, it's, I don't think it's like critical to watch this. And then maybe the scroll reveal will be important for Secret Invasion. But I also don't know how important Secret Invasion is going to be for the rest of the MCU. So
1: real okay. quick, I, I mean, depending on how they play things with like Secret Wars and different stuff. I don't know. Um, did they at the beginning of No Way Home, did they basically replay that end credit scene where his identity is
0: revealed? I don't remember I have I I think I've only seen that one once. I so feel like we're they, starting to get to the point where like up until like probably through this movie maybe through Endgame I've seen like all of them multiple times and then you know you get a, a real job and then there's more movies that you have to rewatch. So like I haven't seen a lot in the last couple of years. So I don't remember.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know.
0: So that I guess kind of changes the answer here if it's not obvious that he got mm. the math. I would assume because it's a post-credit scene.
1: Yeah, I think, I feel like they started the movie with that, where it was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Big question, where does it rank? Oh, by the way, it is skippable, but you should not skip it, because it's uh, great. Uh, Where does it rank? You got four levels, Pantheon, awesome, dig it, and skippable, skippable, just meaning it sucks nuts. What do you got?
1: Uh, I think I'll put it in awesome. Okay um i feel like i i don't know if i like it better than any of the ones you already have in the pantheon yeah uh, i would say i like it better than age of ultron captain captain marvel and i think i like it better than homecoming too. but i haven't watched homecoming in a while totally different for me than first avenger mm-hmm. um like more rewatchable because it's fun and I don't I don't know if I would put it above Black Panther. So I, th- I mean Black Panther is just a more serious movie. And I I do think the stakes are higher.
0: That one was really hard to rank because like it's so culturally important. Like you want to put it in the Pantheon, but it, I don't I just don't think it's on that same level. But it, it No, it's so- it was
1: it's a great movie. It's pretty darn rewatchable. It's very yeah. pretty and fun. But like yeah, it's as far as grand MCU stakes, it's not crazy. But there, but, but vibranium is deeply, you know, ingrained in what goes on in the MCU. But yeah, so I don't, I don't think I would put far from home above that. But I think I put it above at least Ultron, Captain Marvel, and Homecoming.
0: Okay, cool. So I like this movie is really important for Peter's growth. It's another step towards that. Yeah, uh, it's got a really good bad guy. It's got. Probably the best cliffhanger post-credit scene, like by a lot, honestly, and just a really good end to the Infinity That's, Saga. Yeah, like, you know, some, great. Yeah, it really, um, really both were awesome because it, just, especially after having a a year break then and not knowing what's going to happen, it just worked out really well. Yeah. I don't like have a lot of complaints. It's just not the best movie. Like, it's just not very important. It feels like a foot a footnote you know yeah. like a footnote kind of movie
1: here's the thing that happened
0: yeah yeah it just it, it it's got a this type of movie has a ceiling but it is really good uh there are a couple scenes that are like pantheon scenes oh yeah like oh yeah that
1: really, mysterio scene is crazy i think that's <laughs> so good
0: yeah <clears throat> from from the point where mysterio finds out that peter knows really right up until the end because it there's not really a conclusion scene it's just it just finishes after the climax yeah. it's just constantly tense and you don't know what you trust and i it's got me really excited for Secret Invasion because same vibes there. I've yep. also got an awesome. Uh, I have it above Age of Ultron. I had it close to Captain Marvel. I gave the nod to Far From Home. So right below Homecoming.
1: See, nice. so, yeah, I have to watch Homecoming because I, I remember really liking Michael Keaton and finding some parts of the movie annoying, but overall really enjoying it.
0: I think both movies have an awesome twist that kind of define the movie. Yeah. And I just think the twist in homecoming was better so, and like, it, it i mean you're fun. talking
1: about when he walks into the house and is like oh my it's... gosh
0: that's her dad <laughs> yeah And the next three minutes like you are tense watching it even though you've seen it three times that was,
1: that was great i i remember being like oh because because you
0: don't there's well, like, no way that you know that's, that's oh yeah well, let's be Especially honest because she's black and he's white exactly that,
1: that, i was gonna say like some people i actually heard somebody say this where they're like oh i didn't i didn't make that assumption i'm like yes you did you're a liar
0: <laughs> like, it's not that i wouldn't have a guess that it's his I it's just I wouldn't assume that it is you know yeah
1: it's obviously it's possible it just seemed like he probably lived alone like he's not a guy who didn't have a family yeah I just like but yeah I 100% because I was like oh she's black I no thought I didn't even put that thought into it like because and then when it when you saw him I was like oh I really didn't think that her dad was gonna be a white guy (laughs) that's that's how it's happened in my head i wasn't like oh man i bet he's not her dad like because you're not even thinking about him in that context at all
0: yeah no and, and I was like they, a, that
1: was a great reveal
0: well i'm not gonna we i already talked about this i'm not gonna go too much into it but they just did it so well in a way that wasn't like they didn't trick you with by doing something that just doesn't make sense in universe yeah but sometimes they just didn't bring it up at all they yep Uh, So my order right now in Pantheon, I've got Infinity War, number one, an Avengers, Iron Man, and Endgame, Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier, and Civil War, Pantheon, awesome. i got Black Panther, First Avenger, Homecoming, Far From Home, Captain Marvel, and Age of Ultron, and Dig It, Iron Man 3, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Guardians 2, and Thor, and it's skippable got ant-man and the wasp iron man 2 dark world thank you guys again for listening to the wrong opinion mcu rewatch check out ricky on his weekly polls and the wednesday polls two different podcasts where he talks about comic books and all that stuff a lot of indie stuff we will be back next week the end of the infinity saga breaking into the multiverse saga We might dip in a little bit into the TV shows and the series, uh, the one-offs, but we're going to be focusing on the movies. Uh, We'll be back next week with Maisie Grace for Black Widow, and we got a whole new set of questions. Until then, peace out.